After watching the news the past couple of weeks, it's become glaringly obvious to me that Joe, just like Hunter, has trouble executing a proper pullout maneuver. We will not be talking about that this week on Top 5 for Fighting. (laughs) We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell so you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, ass too. Underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. All right. <laughs> I was just driving on the road and it hit me. I'm I like, mean, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get too many, but, you know, hey, I'll take it. Uh, I'll, you handled it. Better than I would have. So nice, good on you. Well, thanks, man. Nice job. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's another... Monday's over. It's another star-studded... We made it through Monday. Dude. Fuck Monday. I have decided that August in Florida... This is how I, this is how I compare August in Florida. Let me paint you a picture. Oh, boy. Ready? Yep. So you're in a hotel room, and you've got a full wet bar. You've got the most unbelievable... TV, video game, movie setup, 80-inch TV. You've got a hot, gorgeous woman standing over there in the corner, naked. But you can't touch none of it. That's what August in Florida is like. It's the worst. Let me explain it to you. Because we know the cool weather's coming, but it's not here. It's right, it's right there, but we can't touch it. We know football's coming. Two months. But we can't, we, we, we can't watch it. Right. Fuck August. It is a hot one, but you know what? It'll never snow, so I won't really try to complain about it too much. One time, I mean, yeah, one time. I mean, I still remember that day, and I mean, I was pissed. God bless us, knock on wood, and all that fun stuff. But I mean, I've been here sixteen years. I haven't seen a hurricane yet, so. Um, I mean, was uh, we had one. We had one. There's uh, been a glance years ago. There's been a glance. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to hit one full face. Anymore. No. After seeing the videos of what happened in Louisiana yesterday, I mean, nobody. No. And I joke all the time about wanting to see a hurricane. That is not what I'm talking about because that looks terrifying. <sighs> There's a video of a guy that one of the last I saw. Um, there was 28 people that stayed behind in Grand Isle, which is a basically a small island over. Basically, but it's in Louisiana, but right. it's in the swamp area or whatever like that. My niece Christian just moved moved here from there, literally from Grand Isle. Um, she's got people she still talks to back then, but or back there. There's a video of a guy there that hold you know holding the video outside of his window cracked, and the wind. It sounds like a train. Uh, there's there's no way other way to you no, know, that 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 is exactly what it sounds like. It is horrifying. Dude, you've got and people stayed back for. I mean, I, I mean, I whatever. I, I guess, unless you just can't leave. Um, he was up high, like he was looking down on the water and stuff that was going through, which was by look what looked what like one of those giant 
gas propane tanks. I don't know what it was, but it didn't look safe. But my God, I, I, we have we've had obviously several scares here. Sure, two thousand two thousand four. Were you here in two thousand four? Nope, six. Two thousand four. We had the three that literally crossed right. over the same exact spot in Polk County, and we got we got hit by all of those. I was living over in Brandon at the time. Mm-hmm. It if you've got if we have one coming at us and it's one hundred and sixty miles an hour, one hundred fifty miles an hour, I'm going north. Sure, because it's 160 miles an hour. It's it, it's literally nothing you can it, do. It's literally like it's like a it's like a tornado. Right. I mean, you see you see this, the, the devastation that happens in Missouri and Mississippi when those tornadoes run through. There's nothing that you can do to withstand right. that. Right. But when we're talking 80, 90, the the only thing you got to make sure of is is that your windows don't get punctured. Right. Because if the air gets in, it, that's when it rips the roof off. The roofs are rated for that, but yeah. But I mean, it it is. It's like. Category four is coming at us. Don't want no part of that. I'm putting I'm putting everything I can get in the van and we're hauling. Now, the one that came through a few years ago that knocked the power. It was it was like 2016 or I want to say it was Irma. I think so. It, that Irma. sounds right. We lost power here for two days. We did get in the, the trucks and go to mom and dad's mm-hmm. just because it, you safety in numbers. Yeah, you know that they, they they've got a bigger house. You know we don't we blah blah blah. And we came back the next day, but yeah. The people that are like, I ain't leaving nothing. Well, and that, you know, and that, they and they tell them, we can't come get you. We that, can't come get you. And then they're on the news. People are stranded, and the authorities won't do nothing. Yeah, because they fucking told them we won't come get you. You only had a five day warning. Yeah, I, I mean, think think of this as Eddie Murphy talking about poltergeist. Get out. Get they out. Can't stay. Leave. Later. Um, but I mean, like I said, I joke about it all the time but it like that is not what i'm referring to oh no i know you you want I you mean, want the day off with the wind hell, and rain so we can have a, a driveway party hell a guy at work was tell, made a great point like some of our out of nowhere afternoon thunderstorms are worse than a category one like those are, da- are are more damaging than a category one yeah they're pretty brutal i mean it's we, we get some wicked pop-up storms because the one thing that you don't have with a hurricane is a lot of lightning and that's because you don't have that hot air, cold air smashing right. together. It's all it's just brute force. It's all cold air in low pressure. Yeah. Um, so and it and it's really organized. Whereas our thunderstorms in the afternoon are not organized. I and mean, they could be They're wicked. Just boom, brutal. there they are, and then you're like, Pff. yep. Yeah, I get it. They said that ninety um, percent. I thought I heard of the main transmission lines into New Orleans are severely damaged there's more than a million people without power right now yeah and that was this morning who, who knows what happened afterwards but yeah it's um whew. i mean to wrap up the weather talk i mean me and nick were talking about this the other day like louisiana is in the worst spot because that storm comes up through the gulf it's like at the end of a runway it is it's just at the end of a runway with super warm water in like hey like I'm getting ready to whoop your ass. <laughs> now, us on the other hand, it's got to come up. It's got to avoid Cuba. It's got to avoid the uh, what is it, the Antilles or the the islands. It's got to avoid all that. Then it's got to come up and hook. Yep. Back around toward. We're like in a spot where it has to be the perfect track at the perfect time in a perfect storm for us to get something that damaging. A direct hit. And one high-pressure system can throw it off. You know what's crazy, though? We're in a great spot. We, we are in a great spot, but think about how many hurricanes have hit the the, the west coast of Florida. Right. No, the east coast of, east coast of Florida. Yeah, we're on the west coast. Right. The east coast of Florida. Not very many. No. And always, hey, I'm coming. Because it's always farther uh, south. North Carolina. Yep. It dives down, and then it'll come north, and then just, 
I mean, hey, Louisiana, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> You're looking pretty good. Yeah. Hey. Want to get wet? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got a drink for you. It's a Bill Cosby special. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. So the main topic of the week. Okay. What we've been looking forward to. Yeah. NFL season is upon us. Yeah, if you guys aren't huge football fans, you're probably not going to like this episode very much because it was a slow week and we're basically going to talk football the whole time. I mean, we're just going to preview the NFL season. We do it yep. every year. Do it every year. Um, every year. No, however. Every three years. <laughs> what I am personally more excited about is this coming Saturday because as far as an opening to NCAA football, this is a fucking Christmas gift for us this Saturday. It is awesome. There is a shitload of games that are on. We, I've, I mean, obviously, there, there's always a ton of games, but we have a, a, a nice helping of good games. Like, we have, um, starting at noon, Penn State, Wisconsin, which doesn't sound like much, but it's 19 against a 12. That's, that's going to be a good game. I think, both, well, Wisconsin is going to be Wisconsin. They're going to hand the ball off to their guy, and they're going to run it down your throat. And, yep. and Penn State, even though they were garbage last year, they – had come around at the end of the year and they were just decimated with injuries and and opt outs last year. So and I think they have a bunch of people coming back. Yep. So Franklin, it's, Franklin's gonna have them ready to go. That that's gonna be a good game. Plus I'm a Big Ten guy, so I can't wait. Three thirty we got Alabama at Miami. One playing against fourteen in Miami. That game's probably I wanna see it, but I get the I get the feeling that, that game won't be as good as we want it to be. Crazy enough, Alabama's playing on the road. I didn't think they did that. But it looks like they're playing in Miami. Lots of lots of times they start the season off with the you know. Actually, it's usually a neutral site. I'm surprised they're in Miami. They they saved the bullshit games for November. We all know that, right, Citadel? How you doing? Um, also at three thirty, Indiana Iowa seventeen against eighteen. That's a ranked game. Uh, Louisiana against Texas. That's a twenty one against twenty three. That's at four thirty. Um, Louisiana or LSU? Louisiana. But they're ranked 23rd. They are going to be good. Um, and then all for the area down here, the Gator fans play Florida Atlantic, of course, at 730. Um, but to me, the game of the day and the night is Georgia at Clemson. That could be the game of the year. Five against a three to start the NCAA season. Yep. That it's, could be – that is <laughs> legitimately has playoff – um, rematch implications. They could meet each other in the playoffs. That is a fantastic game. Yep. So and it, you can't even say Clemson's got it locked up because they got a new quarterback starting. Georgia's got the quarterback starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that's a night game. That's 7.30 on ABC. So that, that is the primetime game, as night. it should be. Um, and then on Sunday, we're treated with Notre Dame at Florida State. Now, Florida State's not ranked, but it's at Florida State. In Florida State, from what I've heard, you may know has got a stud quarterback coming in. Whether it pans out in the first season or not, I don't know. You we'll know who see. He is, right? No, he was the kid that played for UCF the two years where they were undefeated, and he blew his knee up. Remember that awful, awful injury? Yes, that's Mackenzie Milton. That's oh, him. Um, Notre Dame's ranked ninth, and oh, that is of so, course they are. Of course they are because NBC. Um, so that's Sunday night at seven thirty. I'm gonna tell you right now. I hope, as anybody watching YouTube can see, I got my. I'm representing my Knowles. Of course, I'm, I got I got college on this week. I'll wear a pro shirt next week. It's game week. Um, I I hope that they are just. They hope they're better. 
there's there's potential for them to be better this year. How can they not be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not looking for them to win the ACC this year. They're probably not going to be in a New Year's Day Bowl. But I'll tell you what right now. They can go one and fucking 80 this year. Just beat Notre Dame. But if Dame. they win this game against Notre Dame, Just beat Notre it's Dame. a success. It's your bowl game. It's a success. Yeah, I agree. I'm... I'm looking forward to that game as well. I, I think that'll be fun to watch. I and just I, don't want to blow out. And I love the fact that it's at Florida State at night. It's college football. Shit happens. It's a hard, it's a hard environment to not Crazy want to be a part of. Crazy right? shit happens, yep. and that's why I will always be an NCAA guy over the NFL. But um, obviously we're all excited about the NFL season, which is a week away from this Sunday. Is there a Thursday night game? There is a Thursday night game, right? Yeah, Next week? Is it the Bucks? It's, it's Dallas at Tampa. Because the Super Bowl winning team always gets the home opener on Thursday. Yep. Um, Unless it's the 50th season and then they do the fucking Packers and the Bears and steal one from the Patriots, but whatever. Pricks. Well, they figure that the Patriots get enough. So, I mean, we'll we'll just hand the Bears. (sighs) Yeah, but let's open up the season with a team that's going to go to the NFC Championship game against the fucking Bears. You know what I mean? I mean, like... I did not make that call. uh, I don't think... There's a lot of people that didn't make that call. (laughs) I don't know who made that call, but I'm sure they got a nice reach around. Before we move on to the NFL too much, I I am in a college fantasy league, as you know. You were in it with me for one year. I gave it a shot. So I have to... It's all right. It's a lot lot to pay attention to. It's a lot. I mean, we use all... Every Division I team. Um, So I had my draft last night, so I was prepping for it this week. Have you seen the new... Uh, transfer rules? Did you know that they, that the NF that the, the NCA? Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Did, do you know what they're doing with that now? Well, I mean, in general, no. I mean, I don't know specifics, but I just know that it's way more easy to transfer now than it ever has been. Well, it's easy to transfer now because every player gets one no weight transfer. Right. You play immediately. Which I don't think I'm too upset with. If coaches can leave at the drop of a hat after recruiting kids. And that's the argument that everybody has. The mm-hmm. coaches are like, oh, you can't do this because they're going to steal our kids and blah, 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 blah. But but then they turn around and say, but yet you go out and recruit a kid, kid and tell him you're going to be his coach for four years, and then you turn around and leave because you want a better job. Right. Well, maybe that kid wants to play for a better team. And what if that kid's a spread quarterback that got recruited to a spread offense, and then all of a sudden a wishbone coach comes in. We're going to run Johnny Wishbone. And we're going to run the ball all year long. And yep. that, now that spread quarterback is – Screwed. I mean, I, I get it. I have no problem with kids being able to transfer. It's. I read a. I read a big article about it. And I just hate it. Sorry not to cut you no, off. No, you're good. I can't stand it when kids transfer because they're not named a starter. I don't. That to me is chicken shit. And these kids are being coddled too much. And hey, how about you compete for your job? It it is because that's how the real world works. Well, that's true. It is kind of chicken shit most um, of the time. I don't know how... There's no way around it. That's a sad thing. Yeah. The one thing... Okay, I'll do a, I'll do a pro and con list. Mm-hmm. The, the con list is it... it well, I want what I want. I'm going to go, right? Okay, I get that. Uh, the con list is it... Let's say... Well, I, you know, Michigan's in that situation. They didn't really know who their starting quarterback was today. They named uh, Mc, McFerson... Not McPherson. Mc, uh, McNamara. Mc, K- Ma- Kate. Ma- McNamara today. McNamara. They named him the starter, so obviously the guy that was in the running is probably going to go to the portal. So what that does is that hurts Michigan's. Oh, JJ's not going anywhere. That that pro- probably hurts the depth. That kid is the future. Well, JJ McCarthy, he will play this year. Okay, but that's uh, just then, a, then a different situation. If no, no, diff- but you know, I see what you're saying you know, because it happens now, all the time. So now you don't have the depth. Uh, I, I get that. On the other hand, what if you do go to a school, and we're going to use 
we'll use Alabama. You know, you show up and four five-star quarterbacks decided to commit to Alabama because Saban's not going to go just, I want you. He's going to get everybody he can get, right? So now now you're kind of screwed because... I have a good example for that when you're done. Now you're kind of screwed because you've not only got this kid sitting behind other four five-star recruits, you've kind of taken him, taken our joy away because this kid might be able to light it up at Texas A&M or something. I, I, I get it. I kind I, I, I know they're saying that they're worried about poaching and stealing, mm-hmm. but it happens anyway. It's going to happen. Coaches are saying it's been happening for years anyway. All they have to do is walk across the field and go, hey, good game. If you ever want to win a championship, let me know. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe you just got to be better at recruiting and you got to be – they're like, oh, it's going to be hard to you know for roster management. Don't give no, me that not. shit. It's, no. it's already hard for roster management. You've got harder things to worry about. With the NIL – it's going to happen. So, I mean, at this point, just got to have faith that that it it runs its course for a year, two years, find the problems, address the problems, tweak it, and it'll work out. Nothing you can do about it. The biggest problem that I see is that if a kid has a scholarship and he enters a transfer portal, your te- your school loses that scholarship. For instance, they can only enter at a certain point in time, and I think it's the spring. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they can enter the portal two weeks before the season starts to, to, fuck, to fuck somebody over. Right. But if you have given out your 80 scholarships, or you, you, can, you can give out 25 a year, I think they said, or five a year or something. Okay. If, 25 a year. So if you give out your 25 scholarships, and then all 25 of those kids go to the portal, you're not allowed to give out 25 more scholarships. That's... Wrong. That's easy enough to fix. The NCAA right. can say, "Well, you gave him a scholarship; he transferred. That scholarship goes back into your it's pool." Not the school's fault. But as of right now, that's not how it works. Well, if the that... NCAA never does anything right the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, how can you not see that? It takes you know, them twenty-five years. Twenty, to figure yeah, shit out. 50, 57 different times. So that's the only problem that I see is that there are going to be a lot of kids that do deserve scholarships and aren't getting them because of the bouncing around. But I do have faith that they'll figure that out. Yeah, with the transfer stuff, with uh, because in our group chat for our Michigan trip, Grumpy Nick, the the one that hates everything. Yeah, I need I need to tell you to tell me which exact number his is so that I can put like a fucking Grumpy Cat face. Every on it. everything on everything is negative towards Michigan with him, and when every time someone would transfer, I'm like, great, get him out. Doesn't want to be here. Go. Doesn't want to compete for a starting job. Go. Oh, I'm not the starter. Wah. Go somewhere else. Go to Indiana. Go. Go somewhere else. And he takes it as, well, Michigan sucks, and that's why he's leaving. No, maybe he's just soft. I mean, that's what I can't stand. You know, if you're a second or third string um, and that's where you want to play, play, compete, be the start, make make them make you the starter. Uh, A perfectly good example of that, why Alabama is Alabama, Najee Harris was a Michigan commit, was supposed to go to Michigan. Went to Alabama and he was asked about. I saw an interview with him. Um, you know, you've got to, you can go to Michigan, you can be the number one horse in the stable without question, right out of the get go. Number one guy. Why did you, you know, how come you left that situation to not because he hated Michigan or the whatever it was? He then saw, well, I can go to Alabama and I can compete against the best. That's going to make me ready for the pros. So he wanted to go in a situation where he wasn't going to get handed the starting job. He was going to have to fight for it. Clearly he did. Yeah, and he, and he had to wait his turn. And he had to wait his turn. Yeah, but look, so, got drafted in the first round. 
But look what that did for him. Absolutely. And that's hey, why Alabama is sharp, Alabama. Iron sharpens iron. They are getting the kids that are not scared to compete against other star players. Yeah. And that's how you build a machine. I agree. So it they, is what it is. There was something else in that article that I thought was pretty pretty good. One coach came in and said, he said, look, there's a lot of people that are bitching about the portal and about how it's hurting roster management and everything. He says, but you got to understand something. When you're talking about the portal, he says it's kind of like a pro team dealing with free agents. Why is he a free agent? Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's a free agent, right? Is it him, the coach, or the school? Or yeah. What's causing him to want to leave? The portal is actually making it better. He says it's making it better for new coaches and coaches that are trying to change um, the, the locker room. We can get rid of head cases. We can get rid of kids that Soft. Are academically aren't aren't trying. We L- can get rid of Notre Dame. We can get yeah. We can get rid of discipline cases. He says because we can say hey, you know what? You don't want to be here. We'll we'll put you, we'll help you out. We'll put you in the transfer portal. You can go. You can go wherever you want. I'll sign because, the letter right now. Yeah, because exact. That's that's it. Yep. Especially if a kid's on a scholarship, because when it, I did not know this either, um, the new NCAA rule now scholarships are guaranteed. So when you're offered a scholarship, you get five years of school. Right. So if I give you a scholarship and then you turn out to be a pile of shit, I'm stuck with your scholarship. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, you, you don't want to be here. You're not happy. You, you don't think. Peace out. That's even that has a. <laughs> kind of a negative to it because like you said if a kid goes to school and let's just say florida state offers a kid five years you know here's your scholarship full ride play quarterback whatever like that guy gets a drunk driving gets in trouble maybe gets in some fights he's just totally doing the school a disservice he should not be eligible for a given five-year scholarship well, I think that there is... Unless they have rules in place for I think for there's that. a writer that you can say, you know what, we're booting your ass off the team. Which... Like disciplinary, I, you know, because, yeah. uh, I mean, there's several schools that have done it. I mean, Florida State did it a couple years ago with their quarterback, the one they found out that was... Uh, he was the one uh, that uh, they had the hype, and they started out in Alabama, and he tore his knee, mm-hmm. and it was right... Uh, All right. You know yeah. who I'm talking about, I, that kid? I, I can't remember his name... I can't but, remember his name, but um, but I know what you're talking about. Then they about. found out that you know he was selling weed out of the barracks or that of the, the dorms and everything. So they yeah. booted his ass, and and he was no longer eligible because they not only do they kick him off the team, they can kick you out of school for discipline reasons, and that right. makes your scholarship. That should okay. Then that's good. Yeah, but they but on the other hand too, they can't just go. Oh well, he looked at me funny. You're gone. The NCAA would be like, no, 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 no. You well, got to have hearings and exactly. They have to, yeah, exactly. Which is so. good. I just thought it was interesting. I did not know anything about that, but it's... I knew it's been totally revamped and easier for kids to transfer to play right away, yeah. um, which I there's a... I can't remember his name. Michigan got a quarterback from Texas Tech transferred. Um, he's on the roster, but I cannot remember his name. Um, it, I, my guess is he'll be third string because Cade's going to start. JJ will be... He's the incoming f- freshman. Um, that kid's going to be the future. And then it's probably that kid's third string. Yeah, so, they, they so every player gets one guaranteed free no weight transfer freebie. Like like, hey, I don't want to be here. I'm out. You can play over here right now, provided you go into the portal within the proper dates. Yep. And they said that the NCAA has really eased up on the waivers. Like as they like should put it in transfer, and you have to wait a year. 
Now it's just like, okay, we're going to review it. Why are you leaving? Okay, you know, pass. They said that the, the number of waivers is just through like, the roof. Like Shea Patterson when he left Ole Miss to go to Michigan because of all the trouble that Ole Miss got. That's not his fault. Exactly. He shouldn't be punished and have to sit because the school, the crooked-ass coaching staff was doing shit. I agree. So thankfully, like I said, it takes them a while to figure it out. But, you know, every 25 years they do come around. Well, their hand has been forced as well with the whole – the, a lot of negative the, publicity. Yeah. Well, no, not even not uh, not even that. Just the whole name and, and name and imaging, name and image likeness agreement. Now these kids can make the money, and and they are kind of in a little bit of control. So they're having yeah. to, they're having to to play ball a little bit more. But but above all forward. else, we're just hoping to see a good season. Oh, we're going to see a good season. There's going to be some. Yeah. There's going to be some seriously good football games this year. I think there's a lot of teams that are uh, on the on the rise. I think that. There's a lot of teams that you don't expect to be good that are going to be good this year. I think across the board, the conferences are going to be a little more evenly matched with the exception of the SEC. Right. Um, Pac-12, they they may not have a playoff contender, but that's a conference that their games are going to be fun to watch every week because they have, of the 12, like eight of them are good. Not oh, world beaters, but good. And don't forget, Texas is back. <laughs> well, they are. They're back every year. <laughs> There's like the Cowboys every year. They're back. Oh, yeah, wait, I, I, until they lose next week. I don't have any faith in Texas this year because they lost their quarterback. Ailinger is... Don't worry, was, though. They're yeah, back. They're back. Well, they'll be back in the SEC in a couple years. Back again. And then it'll... <laughs> they, then you'll see You'll see exactly what happens there because they're going to get yeah. fucking pounded. But Yep. All right. So Who, who do you think's going to... Give me your four playoff teams. Just, same four. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. There you go. Moving on. I think you got. I think you got Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Prove it, Oklahoma. Prove it. Well, they they just have to get there. I mean, it's the Big Twelve, right? But the difference is, once they get there, they have to play defense against the SEC. Yeah, I didn't say they were going to win in the playoffs. I just said I think they're right. going to make it, the playoffs. That, that, that's why I'm. That's why I can't take any Big Twelve school seriously. They can't play defense. I, oh, I agree, hundred percent. You better play defense against Georgia, Clemson, and Alabama for I, sure. I agree. I think Ohio State's going to trip up somewhere this year. I mean, there's, you, there's, they've got some some better teams in the Big Ten. They're, I mean, their question is quarterback. New, new quarterback. I mean, new running back. I mean, they're going to be good again. I fuck fucking em. hate them. Yeah, but fuck them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All hope, right. Hope they lose every game. I do too, but Fuck they're em. not. <laughs> Fucking hate them. All right, we have a gigantic NFL preview show. Gigantic, yeah. Probably lasts about ten minutes. <laughs> no, I, I, I did a lot. I, hey, I put the work in this this year. I love it. I put the work in. I've got notes, a page for every division. All right. Where do you want to start? Uh, I don't care. I'm easy. You start with wherever, you, whatever you want to start. Well, first on the list is the NFC East. So we've got let's, Washington. Let's talk about a fucking tire fire. We got the Redskins. We got the Giants, Dallas, and Philly. Um. So what I did is I went through most of the teams and I kind of predicted how many wins and who's going to win the division. Okay. I didn't go any farther than the division because so much can happen. Absolutely injuries. So we'll, when we get toward the end of the season and then we go into the playoffs, then we'll do a playoff preview. Okay. Um. So who do you got first? I got Dallas winning that division. No shit. Yeah, you know, for one reason, one reason only. Everybody else is garbage. The only people, the only other team that can 
can maybe compete with them is Washington. And I just don't know. Hey, I'm not going to knock you for it. I mean, it's the on paper, the athletes that they have, there's no reason to say they can't. But in my notes, and I'll read it word for word, we all know what's going to happen. Dallas is back every preseason until they lose. And, and, and Yeah, no shit. Okay, Dallas, the Dallas winning the division is contingent upon how healthy Dak Prescott is. Could they? Is. Yes. Da- Dak Prescott's going to have to stay healthy. Dallas will have zero defense this but year. Dallas but they can probably score. But they can probably score 40 points a game. Absolutely. I mean, who knows? Dude, Dallas is like that crazy drunk uncle at a party that you just don't know what's going to happen. I agree. Could be the life of the party, and the cops could get called. I, I You just I, don't know. Absolutely. I agree. So there you go. I mean... Uh, How many wins you got? Uh, I, I I did wins for the year, too. I think I got Dallas. Uh, Dallas would probably win nine. I have them at seven. You have them at seven? So you picked Washington to win the division. Absolutely. I picked... I, I have them as the division winner. I have them winning ten games. Um, and obviously the two biggest things I, is to see what happens with Fitz, Fitch Magic and... Heineken, I want to see that kid play. After the way he, oh yeah, put, I know his name's Heineke, but I'm going to call him Heineken. The way he played against Tampa, the Super Bowl champs, I mean that kid was exciting. Like yeah. I want to see that see him play. And you know the defense I think is is going to be decent. And I mean Chase Young is a goddamn murderer on, yeah. on the defensive line. Well, the, the the Redskins have some talent. Terry McLaurin, um, Antonio Gibson, uh, a running back. I mean, Fitz, it's Fitzpatrick. Logan Thomas is a good tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I have Dallas at nine wins. I have Washington at nine wins. I have Dallas winning the tiebreaker. Okay. Um, Eagles, I got the Giants with seven. The Eagles with four. Um, <laughs> Giants, I have four wins. The note, dumpster fire. Well, the Giants is going to be, it all depends on Saquon Barkley. Yep. If Barkley's healthy, they're a different team because now they have to worry about the run. They can't just... They, you know what I mean? They can't just load up and not or, or worry about Daniel Jones. I don't think Jones is that bad of a quarterback. Not at all. I, I think his offensive line has been shit, and I think his his biggest weapon in Saquon Barkley has been he's played four games in the last two years, mm-hmm. and I I think their wide receivers have been below average. But their wide receivers are good, man. Sterling Shepard, freaking I got Kenny Galladay, uh, Evan Ingram is, a, is, awesome. is, a, is a good tight end. Uh, they're they're better. They upgraded their offensive line a little bit. The, the Giants, as a franchise as a whole, just seems like it's a mess. They're just dysfunctional, man. Mess. They're just so dysfunctional. The whole team fighting each yeah. other in preseason. Yeah, you have. You, like, I mean, literally the whole team. Like I don't know Joe Judge from a hole in the ground. I really don't. But there's no way in hell I would have said, "Yeah, that guy's going to be the Giants' head coach." He was a special team coach just just because he was with the Patriots. I eh. yeah. Uh, same thing. I have Giants winning four. I have Dallas winning seven, and I have Philly. <laughs> it says, the, I, I said, Jalen's going to play well. They'll probably win five games. Suck it, worst fans in the world. Good enough. I think the Eagles can play some offense if Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is the real deal. I think he's I'm good, looking I think forward he's to seeing how he plays this year. Miles Sanders has to stay healthy. Uh, the, the Devontae Freeman, is that who they drafted? The wide receiver? Could be from from Alabama, who's a uh, Miami drafted the one that won the Heisman, right? I Could to, be. I have to open this up. I can't remember. Uh, they their wide receivers have to stay healthy because they are not deep, but they have the ability to be 
um, they, they to score some points. But again, their defense is not going to be good. It all hinges on how good Jalen Hurts plays. One hundred percent. And if agree. he stays healthy, I mean that that that's you always have to put that in there with a quarterback like him. He's got to stay healthy because he's run. He he will run. He's not super big, so he he could take a few big shots. Um, like you said, it just depends. Yeah, they drafted they drafted Devonta Freeman, Devonta yeah. Smith. Yeah, who was with Jalen Hurts in, in Alabama, a freak. Yeah, and he's great, but you know they're just they're not deep. They've got a new head coach. Um, Five games. You know, here's here's the other thing too. When you look at the Eagles, here's their schedule. The Falcons, the Niners, Dallas, Kansas City, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas, Detroit, Chargers, Denver, New Orleans, Giants, Jets, Redskins, Giants, Washington, Dallas. So their out of schedule, their out of conference schedule is fucking brutal. Not easy. Brutal. Some of these teams too. I, I you, the more important teams I did include strength of schedule. Okay. Um, like I said, man, I put in work this year. I love it. Um. So Washington, yeah. Dallas could go either way. I, I, I just think that this division, this division, the only reason there's a winner of totally this division fair. is because there has to be. It, it just, I mean, let's eight wins could win that division. It could, Abs- one hundred percent, absolutely could. I think it did last year. I mean, didn't I was going to say, isn't this the division known for? Do we really have to have a division winner? Yeah. I mean, should can, can we just say pass? Yeah. Can 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 we literally have, like stay home? Can we bring in? Can we're we bring good. in Bama or Clemson because the playoff games will be better? We're good. You don't <laughs> ha- sit this one out. And you know what? You know what the worst part about that is? One of those teams is going to get to host a playoff game this year. Yeah. Uh, one because because they're going to win a division. Yeah. It's. I mean, and uh, I will say this: I I I, I flip flop back and forth on my pick. I like. Um, Oh shit! What's the head coach of the Redskins' name? Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. I like Ron Rivera. Oh, it's hard not to. I I think personally, his stint in Carolina was ruined by Cam Newton being his quarterback. Oh, because absolutely. I, listen, I, I give every I, all the props in the world to the athletic ability that Cam Newton has. I just don't think he's a he's not an NFL caliber quarterback in my eyes because he's. I'm not saying you have to be a pocket passer, but he's not a good passer. That year they won, he was the MVP because he was the entire team. I mean, right. he did everything, and it's shown since. Now that he is kind of getting to build his team again, putting the defense together, he's got Chase Young, they're going to get a quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. They're going to sign somebody in free agency, or they're going to trade for somebody or um, you know, something. They're... Dude, that's why I want to see Heineke play. That, I mean, he he made that game so there has exciting. To be, there has to be something there we don't know about because he really excelled in that game. Oh, really it, excelled in that game. Lights out. Yeah. So I we is damn they, near beat Tampa. Yeah, it was a close game. Damn near beat Tampa. It was Tampa. a close game. It was it was a close game. Hardest game they had. Is that fair in the playoffs? Uh, probably Green Bay. I'd probably give it to Green Bay. Well, I mean, yeah, it was a championship that game. Was, but, that was that was yeah. that. But but I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he put up points against what was arguably one of the better defenses in the NFL. That was a scare for Tampa. Yes. Oh, it was. I was nervous watching the game. I was nervous, and I I'm was, not even a fan of Tampa. I was never going like God, but I was like, man, they they're mm. really not putting any separation. They they hung shit. They hung tight. Yeah. Well, I also think it was a surprise too because everybody's like, oh, it's fucking Washington. You know what I mean? Right. And they who's ba- this kid? They barely won their division, and, and we got a eight string quarterback. And then they showed up and they actually played ball, and you're like, oh, okay. Which is a testament to Rivera, right? I, I they could they could come out with Fitzpatrick this year and have Heine, Heineke on the bench to learn, which is I'm sorry, it's still the best way. I completely agree. And and they could they could win eleven games. 
Ask Aaron I, you Rogers never, you how ne- that you process know. works out for you. Yeah, no shit, right? So, yeah, I've got Washington, you've got Dallas, and like you said, and I agree, that could easily flip-flop. It yep. just it just depends on Dak. If they have Dak, I, they're right there in the thick of it. If they lose Dak and if, his, if something, God forbid, something happens, which no, none of us want to see, um, it could be a travesty for Dallas. And as you're listening to this, keep in mind, all of these projections are made with no injuries taken into account. Yeah, right? exactly. We, we, can't, we can't. There's, there's no way you that's can go. Why, well, they're going to finish fourth because this guy's going to get a hurt and that guy's going to get hurt. That's why I didn't project anything outside of the division winners. Fair enough for the regular season, and that's just assuming that nobody gets hurt. Yep. All right. All right. Who's next? Shift it over to the NFC West. Um, that's the 49ers. The 49ers, Seahawks. Arizona, the Rams, and Seattle. The first team I have on here is Seattle, and what I have on here is another typical year. For the Seahawks, nine wins and losing the wild card. Seahawks? Okay. Yeah. That's just what they do. Yeah. It seems like Seattle's the same team every year, excluding the, those Super Bowl team, that they those, that amazing stacked defense that they had. It just seems like Seattle's good enough to get in the playoffs, get a wild card, and then lose. And I, I was looking through... And I'm not a big names guy. Like I'm not a good at memorizing rosters or anything like that. Even with my favorite teams, like I'll I'll pay attention and I'll kind of get who's who. But like I, I I credit a lot of guys who can just name off a whole roster. I don't care. See you you you. I want to you're win. good at that with hockey. I'm I'm better at it with the with the NFL. Right. I don't know who New Orleans third string tackle is, but right. I know who New Orleans players are. I know the players that I need to know about. Yep. Um. But uh, that's why, like, on some of this, you know, I took some notes or whatever like that to know what I'm talking about or at least justify what I'm saying. But I there was when I was going through Seattle's roster, I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson's going to play, but, I mean. DK Metcalf is a stud. Metcalf is an absolute. Absolute beast. A, Lockett, a, abomination of a receiver. Lockett it, is a great second slot receiver. He's He's really good. It seems like he's been around for a long time. He has. Chris Carson is a fabulous running back, but he's a glass cannon. Right. He's hurt all the damn time. And when he's healthy, he's in, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. But you know what Seattle doesn't have? They don't have an offensive line. Which is problems. And Always. Russ has got to run. Always. Russ has got to cook. Yep. Isn't that the big line? Yeah, it Let is. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Uh, they don't have a tight end. Well, let him cook because he'll be home by wild card. Yeah. <laughs> golf, golf, be golfing early. Yeah. All right, so you had... Uh, so there's Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's um, a wild card. Next team on the list is the 49ers. And the only thing about the 49ers that I think is even relevant is to watch and see who wins the quarterback battle. And I, I know they're going to name a starter if they haven't already, but keep it. I don't think that is going to be settled. I think the leash is going to be super short if it's Jimmy G. I think, I think Garoppolo is going to be the starter, and I think that Trey Lance will play 10 to 15 plays a game. Special, out of the shoot. special packages out of the shoot. Special yep. packages, um, like a taste of Yep, thing. they'll bring him in to do different things, and you're going to find that he will probably perform a little bit better than than that Jimmy G. Got a cannon of yeah, an arm. He does. He's he's a he's a freak athlete. He's an absolute stud. Uh, I have not watched him play enough yet to give him accuracy credit. He can he can fucking whip the ball. But you know what? So could Michael Vick. Absolutely. But they I will could. say the some of the because I purposely went because I wanted to passes. see some of, the, some of the passes he's made, not only ridiculously deep, but right on the money. Yeah. But and, and, it's preseason. 
second string defenses, second things string, like that. We'll, we'll no, see. Yeah. So I, I think they're going to put them both in there because you know what they don't want to hear? They don't want to hear, oh, why isn't Garoppolo playing? Or, hey, why isn't Lance playing? Why isn't your number one pick sitting on the bench? Exactly. Yeah. When you trade it up to so get him. we'll see. I, I mean, I obviously don't know anything more than anybody else, but I think something will happen during the season and Garoppolo gets moved. He'll get traded for something and then – um, they, they're not. The they're not moving him yet because they're not 100 percent sure. But if Trey Lance shows up and plays like a pro in the first quarter of the season, somebody blows an ACL out or something, and they're like, "Hey, look at how we can get rid of 20 million dollars a year." Yep, that's that's and it. That's it in a nutshell. There'll be a trade package, and then Jimmy G will move on. Yep. So uh, next, Arizona. Um, fuck Kyler Murray for costing me a fantasy championship last year, but that team, if with him being healthy. Um, they pretty much got a running back by committee with, uh, what is it, Chase Edwards and James Conner. James Conner could end up being a quiet star of that running game. He was a beast with Pittsburgh. I mean, he, he was a solid running back with Pittsburgh. He, again, great, hurt all the time. Yep. Hurt um, all the time. And then you've got DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green. A.J. Green, obviously, I'm very familiar with. All the talent in the world, been around quite a long time now, kind of injury riddled last year. I don't know. We'll see. This they, is a good. This is a good situation for AJ Green because he can be the second or the third receiver. Doesn't have to does, carry the team, and he doesn't have to play every play. Right. Uh, he's amazing when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. He's amazing when he's healthy. Um. It's it just it, Murray. I mean, if he can finish the season the way he played most of the season last year, I think they're going to be trouble. Um, but I do not have them winning that division. You have the next team that you haven't mentioned winning God the division. Damn right, I do. Yep. Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, they have there, – there's a couple things. Obviously, we all know Stafford went there. We all know what Stafford is capable of doing, even if you're not a Detroit fan. Listen to anybody outside of Detroit talk about Stafford. The most – probably the most underappreciated athlete to come out of Detroit in 30 years. For sure. Um, because our fans are dumb as shit. They have the 28th, 28th strongest schedule in the league. So they have a nice layout in front of them. They open the season with the Bears, for God's sakes. Stafford, I think, will throw for over 5,000 yards this year. That team is stacked. Let me tell you how good I think the Rams are going to be this year. When I was in Vegas in February, I bought four to win the championships. I bought bought one for the Brooklyn Nets, because that's who Jacob told me I should bet on. Right. Almost. (laughs) Damn close. I bought Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. I bought Tampa Bay Bucks for this coming year. Yep. Okay. And I bought the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Um, they have a top five defense. It, they have a top five quarterback. I don't care what anybody says about Matt Stafford. He's a top five quarterback. He's just, but you can't without be a, you can't, hesitation. Can't be I will on a, say you that. can't be a top five quarterback when your team fucking sucks. Right. And you have a different head coach every twenty minutes. They have a top five offensive line. They had a top five stable of running backs. Cam Akers went down. That hurt them. But they did. Trade for Sony Michelle. So now they have Sony Michelle, Darrell Henderson, and somebody else. They, and Acres. Is Acres back this year? No, Acres ruptured his Achilles two, two months ago. Is okay. So that's okay. that's what I'm saying. They had it, but he now he's hurt, so they were struggling. They have Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, um, Tyler Higby, the, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, who okay can still take the top off of it, but he's fast, fucking hurt. He's hurt fast, all the time. You're right. But who, who knows? He's been around, but he's been around, but he's a, he's a 
I mean, still hey, dangerous if he's healthy. If he's got 45 catches for 600 yards, he's contributed big time. And they've got a head coach that knows how to put offense together. Don't forget Tyler Higby. I said Tyler Higby. Oh, you did? Okay. Because yeah. I've seen your curb stomp. I think that could, he could be one of those like players to watch on the Rams. I think so. Especially with Stafford because yep. he's really good at those last second dump offs, finding people. Um, I have them winning 12 games this year and winning their division. Their wide receivers are Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoronek, and Tutu Atwell. Mm-hmm. I know who Tutu Atwell is. Tight ends is uh, Tyler Higby, the other guy left. Running backs are Akers, uh, Xavier Jones, and Darrell Henderson, but they also traded for uh, Sony Michelle. That Ooh. is going to be a, an absolute air show in, in Los Angeles. I think so. I have the Rams winning 12 games. Whoa! I have the Niners winning 11 games. Okay. I have Seattle winning nine games and Arizona winning eight games. I didn't pick games won by those three because I don't think in that division it's going to matter. I think the Rams are going to run away with that division. I don't think they run away with it. I think San, if San Francisco stays healthy. They have one of the best defenses. I mean, they just went to the Super Bowl two years ago. They've got great running backs, great wide receivers. Um, they've got some young talent. And, 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 hey, you take freaking if Trey Lance plays and he's whipping the ball around. He's t- I mean, th- yeah. that could be... That could come down to week 17, the two of them playing or something. So, I guess it's just tough to say if that distraction is going to hurt them at all in the long run with that whole Lance and Jimmy G stuff. I, like, But like you said, you just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, 49ers and Rams are both going to the playoffs, yep. barring injuries. I cannot disagree. Good enough. I cannot wait to watch Stafford play, and I hope he wins the Super Bowl. I absolutely hope he does. I don't hope he wins it this year. I hope he wins it in a couple years. I would... <laughs> Love nothing more than to go back and all of these idiot Lions fans that ran him out of town. But if he does win it. But if he does win it, I'm happy as hell for him. Papa's making some money. Oh, and and there's that. Absolutely. The payoff, the payoff for the Rams when the Super Bowl, I put down 20 bucks. The payoff's like 560 No shit. Yeah. Because it's high odds. That's an easy bet. 20 bucks. Yeah. But it, but it, that, was in, that was in freaking February. I mean, uh, it was the yeah, week. You won't it was get the that week, right now. It was the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, you won't get that right now because no. they didn't have Stafford. I think the I think the Bucks is three thirty if they win. Mm. I, and the Lightning, I put down uh, I put down twenty five and I made two seventy. Hey, you you won. I'll take it. You won. Good job. All right, so let's shift over to your NFC South. I'll let you go because this is your division. Uh, I'm I'm having to adjust to what you did, so you go ahead and go. I because I, I got oh, all right. I. I did not pick that. I didn't go that deep. I picked the division winners, but I can I, okay. I can do it on the fly here. Oh, I'm just going to start off by saying Tampa's going to win the division. Duh. Uh, I it, this whole division is not even worth talking about outside of Tampa, um, with the exception of maybe New Orleans. Um, the note that I put for Tampa is stacked and jacked. They're very possible one of only two teams in the league that very well have a shot of going 17 and 0. Is it going to happen? Probably not. But no. could could they? Goddamn right they could. They could. Absolutely they could. Um, I couple, think that win that division and... Um, a couple of tough games. Uh, that's that's why I didn't pick a games one, because I think that deep down Brady wants that 17-0. and Oh, wow. Check this out. Here's Tampa's schedule this year. Dallas, Atlanta, at LA, Rams. That's going to be a fucking game. Wow. At New England, Miami, at Philly, Chicago, at New Orleans, at Washington, Giants, at Indy, at Atlanta, Buffalo... New Orleans at Carolina at New York Jets at Carolina. That's not a tough schedule. No. You 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 take away the Rams. Buffalo's tough. You take away the Rams and Buffalo and pff. it like I said, it it could happen. 
everything's got to fall into place and they got to stay healthy and everything. But I, I wonder if you can slap money on that. Of course, if Florida would let us do online betting, you could take that bet for them to go undefeated. You could. But Florida. Yeah, they're working on it. Yeah, they're trying. So I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, outside of that, I, it's no one. I don't think New Orleans, Carolina, or Atlanta is going to push Tampa at all for this division. I don't either. And and New Orleans isn't ha- doesn't have anything to do with Jameis being the quarterback. No. I think I think Jameis is going to have a good year. The New Orleans problem is that the salary cap absolutely has just they are strapped. They can't re-sign people. Their depth is gone. Their defense is decimated. Mm-hmm. Um, you I know, mean, they got Kamara and Michael Thomas. Yeah, and Michael Thomas has not been Michael Thomas. Right. Um, you know, there's issues there. They're t- they're saying about um, you know, the offensive line's a little bit beat up. But you know, they the New Orleans. I got Tampa Bay with 12 wins. New Orleans with eight wins. Carolina with seven. And Atlanta with four. Atlanta's a tire fire. No shit. Atlanta. Atlanta is is rough. I think Carolina's going to be better than people give them credit for. I think Darnold has a good year. Not uh, not MVP status good year, but right. he's out of New York. The guy can throw the ball. The guy has shown he can play. Chip, he's got chip on his shoulder. He's got McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. He's got DJ Moore. Um, he's got uh, Robbie Anderson, who he's familiar with. He's got a head coach that is offensive minded. I, I he's got the ability to push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's better than that. But New Orleans, I had eight wins. I I'm after looking at the Bucks schedule. I got to change that cautiously. I, I'm going to say fourteen wins. Optimistic to see um, how Jameis does. I don't dislike Jameis for any re- like. No reason whatsoever. I do love teasing Trent about him, um, well, but uh, Trent asks us to tease him about it because he, he really does. He he, he he he's put he's 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 beating the or, or he's fucking he, Jesus. He, what am I trying to say? He's asking for it. He's smacking um, the poking the bear. There it is. Yeah, Jesus, that's what he Good does. Good job, Greg. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I who knows if this LASIK was a big deal. I mean that they're making a big deal because he's made some fantastic throws in the preseason. You got Taysom Hill. Um, who sounds like he doesn't want to play other positions other than quarterback? But God, that guy's athletic as hell. Um, so I don't get that. I, I don't get that. I want to play quarterback. How about you play whatever you get dude, fucking paid? Get I mean on get, the field. Yeah, wide receivers make a shitload of money too, son. I mean, it was. Um, I mean, it's probably a dumb example, but I know I remember in high school there was two of us that play. I played fullback most of the time, and the guy behind me played tailback, obviously. But I studied and I learned both in the playbook. I got to play all the time. If he needed a break, I'd drop back there or vice versa. Get on the field. Now, granted, these guys are millionaires, and it's a little different because they've got prima donna mentalities and stuff like that. But, dude, just get on the field. Hell yeah. Especially when you have a four-year, like, $100 billion deal, but all years are voidable, which makes no sense to me. That's not a contract at all. That's complete bullshit. But... Um, Carolina six wins Atlanta. I have Atlanta winning eight just because of Matt Ryan. Um, and their, I'm looking forward to seeing Pitts play. Their de- their defense is so bad. It is. Their it is bad. Is so bad. But Matt Ryan does count for something, and I'm looking forward to see if Kyle Pitts is going to fit in with the NFL like he should. Yeah, physically um, he fits right in. Yeah, he He's does. A beast. The guy's crazy. Yeah, a- athletic. So yeah, and then um. Let's see. Yep, I didn't have any other notes for Atlanta. There's, there's not much you can say about them. I mean, they're just, they're going to be, they're average. I have them, I have them four games because I think they lose both games to Tampa. I think they lose both games to New Orleans. I think they split with Carolina. Um, they got to play Dallas. They got to play 
you know, they got to play all those other teams. So right. they're, it's just, I like Matt Ryan. Um, he's in one of my bold predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll, I'll get to that later. But I don't know that, I just don't know that there's enough there. They don't have a running back. Mike, um, Mike Jones, is that his name? The guy who took over for McCaffrey last year uh, when McCaffrey was hurt. He's been the backup. Mike He's, Jones? It's, it's not Mike Jones. It's uh, it's no big deal. You don't have to look it up. Oh, it is. I have to look it up. He's there, OCD. Mike Davis. Mike Davis. All right. There you uh, go. Well, he, here's their running backs. Mike Davis, Kodri Allison, who was Quadre Allison, who was really good. He played for uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I like him, but he's young. And Cordero Patterson. When so, Cordero Patterson's your third string running back, your running backs are not good. So you have McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I just don't think that they're going to have enough explosiveness. Like, like you know, Mike Mike Davis can get you three, four yards, but he does. There is no pop. Right. All right. So let's go up north. Let's go to my home, to the NFC North. Um, you can start. All right. Um. Green Bay is going to win that division. So I got 12 wins. 25th place strength of schedule. 25th weakest schedule. Green Bay? Green Bay. Um, Aaron Rodgers back looking better than probably he ever has. Happy again. Got Randall Cobb back. Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, that that team is Aaron just Jones. in a perfect position Dillon. to win. Again, maybe the best offensive line in football so, as far as pass protecting. I mean, how how they don't win? I have them at twelve, um, winning twelve. I have winning twelve games, <laughs> and then twelve games. Nice job. And the players to watch on that team for me are Devin Funchess and Randall Cobb, because I think they could have breakout years this year. And I can't even say breakout for Randall Cobb. I think Funchess got cut. Did he get cut? I think so. Something happened. He got something, some trouble or something. Well, see, that could lead into one of my fantasy football mistakes in my top five list. But don't, I did I, not see. I, that I don't he know was that cut. for sure. I read something about him being involved with. There's something that he was involved with. I'll, I will double check it. Um, right. Definitely Randall Cobb because having him back in Green Bay, happy playing with Aaron Rodgers again. I think he's set up for massive success. I, I hope so. I know he's getting up there. He's 35, 34, 35, I think. Guy um, takes care of himself, though. Yeah, he does. He's in good shape. Uh, I don't know if he, he may not have that explosiveness off the line, but he's a very reliable receiver. Doesn't have to, only because... With, Aaron Rodgers? Well, them, and he doesn't have to be the number one. Yeah. he's. I think he. you're going to see him run a lot of those... Um, short ins and outs, uh, curls and stuff oh, like that. Oh, he's definitely going to be their slot receiver, yeah. Um, I was listening to Aaron Rodgers talk about said he's the, from what he was saying, he's the best pure route runner that they have. Like, okay. He's well, making he, plays in preseason and camp. Be. They're like, damn, that's, holy shit, like, impressive. So, needless to say, I thought he was going to have a breakout year this year. We'll see. He, 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 it's Green Bay, so who the fuck cares? I mean, look at <laughs> it. Yeah, but, but, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady do something that very few other wide or uh, quarterbacks do and they make good wide receivers great. Yep. And they have their entire career. Name me 3, name me name me Aaron Rodgers three biggest receivers, most popular best receivers that that aren't DeVonte Adams. All of them. But but you can't name the names. That's it's, it's, I'm it's, proving your yeah, point. It's the same I don't numbers. Know because it's the they same all numbers do. from different guys every year. Tom Brady was the same way. Other than Randy Moss, yeah, Julian Edelman was pretty incredible, but Julian Edelman was not. So was Welker. 
Yeah, but and, all but all doing the same thing with the little slot passes. But it's just they they make their offensive players so much better because they don't put them in bad positions with bad throws. They don't throw stupid passes. They, I, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you've got catching the ball from Aaron Rodgers. It's mm-hmm. they're they're going to succeed. Um, and then going down by the lake, I've got Chicago. Um, I have them with six wins. Fields, massive question mark. Is he as advertised, or is he going to follow the history-long pattern of Ohio State quarterbacks sucking in the NFL? I have Chicago with nine wins, and I have Chicago with nine wins for two reasons. Uh, the first reason is is they did get better in the offseason. Mm-hmm. If Justin Fields plays and is above average, not exceptional, he does bring a big a big difference to that offense. And that's if he starts. Yeah. That's He's if the, he starts. They haven't even named anybody yet. As of this morning when I was checking. They, they have not. They, they haven't made a decision yet. Uh, this may be a situation like uh, San Francisco. You know, maybe Dalton starts out and they've got for Fields. I mean, Fields, Fields has looked good. But you know, put it this way: the entire fan base wants Fields to play. They do. Dalton was getting booed taking the field in the preseason. Yeah, which is but again, Chicago is going to Chicago. Yeah, they're they're going to do what they're going to do. Darnell Mooney um, is going to be a stud this year. He was a rookie last year. They had zero quarterback help last year. There was all you get a couple Dalton or Fields. If you get them in there and they're playing, this guy's going to be good. They've got a good running back with Montgomery. their their defense is still solid. Yep. Their schedule not that strong. I mean, they're they're nine nine and eight is what it is. I mean, that's basically five hundred. I think six is a little low because there is a lot of talent there. But hey, you can have a lot of talent and below average quarterback play, and your talent doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Plus, I just, I mean, fuck them. Yeah. So, Detroit. Oof. What'd you pick? I have them because, just like Michael Scott says, I'm ready to be hurt again. Nine wins. I got a couple reasons why. One, because Jared Goff is a Super Bowl quarterback. Granted, he did not win. He's been to the Super Bowl. The guy can play. He's going to have a massive chip on his shoulder as well, which is that old the the best phrase ever in football. High motor and chip on the shoulder. Yep. He's got something to prove. He's got to prove everyone wrong because. Everyone's oh we lost Stafford. You downgraded to Goff. I think um, Goff has just as much ability to be a, a top five quarterback. Totally agree. But you got to do it, and you're in a very tough place to do it. Is in Detroit, um, cursed or not, whatever. So much stuff has changed in Detroit. The coaching staff has changed. It's gotten younger. It's gotten. It's went. Dan Campbell's hired more coaches that are players. That were that played in the league, um, which I think helps because I think a lot of players will gravitate more towards that and play harder for a guy that they can relate to. That if a player has a coach that they genuinely feel that coach gets you, they understand what you're going like. They respond, I think, better to that rather than some seventy-year-old guy that's been coaching the NFL for so long. This is the same thing over and over and over but doesn't understand as much or relate as well, I think they'll play harder for those guys. I agree. There's, um, I mean, Antoine Randall-L, I believe, is a receiver's quarterback uh, or receiver's coach. Yep. Um, you got Deuce Staley coaching the running backs. Yep. I mean, you got Deuce Staley. The Deuce is loose. Yep. Um, who's not going to play hard for that guy? I mean, I just... 
Now, granted, these are all things that get thrown under the intangible column, which is all just bullshit, really. But I think you put enough of that stuff, that football talk and that football mentality in a coaching staff, that will translate on the field. Watching the Lions, I never seem to feel like they're enthused to be playing football. It's almost like, well, we're here. Right? What, what time, when do we go home? That kind of that idea. I don't think Dan Campbell will accept that. I think he'll literally put his foot in your ass or kick you off the team. I listen to a lot of the stuff back home, like the talk shows and all the report, you know, the the training camp reports and all that stuff. And that is not the case this year. Like all these players are ready to run through a goddamn wall for the coach. Well, that makes a big difference. And again, that's another old cliche, but it sounds like all of these players have bought into everything. So I I just hope and pray that that you know, translates on the field. And on top of that, their strength of schedule is 30th. That helps. That helps a lot. Um, I think there's a couple of things that are going to have to matter for Detroit to be successful this year. I think that Jamal Williams needs to be the starter, not DeAndre Swift. I don't have a problem with DeAndre Swift, but again, injury bug. He's so fast. He is so fast. But you know what? Jamal Williams has proven it, he, he is. Can, that he can play football. He is, and he's going to play. Yep. I, I, Swift is already dealing with hip issues or something, I, I think, which it, is un- unfortunate. It could just be camp soreness Pine- and stuff. Panay Sewell has been struggling. Um, Rookie, gonna. Yeah, fair. Gonna. They need him to, to, to be figure what they drafted. Yeah, they need to figure it out. Figure it out. Um, their wide receivers need to be consistent. Uh, they're, 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 they've got one of the four best tight ends in the league, I think, in Hawkinson. But He's my uh, player to watch. Yep. I think they're going to win seven. And, That's but, fair. But most, I, most I think, of all the preseason stuff had all of the experts, yeah. quote-unquote, four wins. Yeah. I think they're going to win seven, but I will say that they're going to be a better football team. Yes. They're going to be more competitive. They're going to be more disciplined. And and everybody can say, oh, that's just – it it, do, it does matter because you don't go from a nobody to Super Bowl winner overnight. There is a building – and and you've got to get that locker room mentality, and you've got to get that we can compete mentality. You have and, to compete before you can contend. Yep. And you know what? I don't dislike Patricia. I think he's a good coach. I don't know if he's a good head coach, but he obviously rubbed those guys the wrong way. And Dan Campbell is not. Dan Campbell is he's he's on the front lines with him. He's and, a player. Yeah, he played in Detroit. Yeah, I know. So he gets it. I think I think it's going to matter, and I I think they're going to be plus like you said. A thirtieth ranked strength of schedule. You can't pull out seven of those. You know what I mean. I and that that's why I went with nine wins because I I think that they may stumble out of the gate a little bit their, trying to put it all together. Their defense is going to hurt them. But I think that they'll come around and I think they will have a good season this year. By no means am I saying they're going to contend for the playoffs or anything like that. But I think a lot of people are going to be say okay. It's in the right direction. I agree. And that's all you can ask for in a year one of a brand new coaching staff and everything else and a new quarterback and all that. I agree. Tell me what you think about Minnesota. Um, I did not even put Minnesota notes down because I thought they were going to be totally irrelevant again. Really? Um, Cousins is a head case. He, again, he's that uncle that's on probation at the family dinner that it's either going to be the life of the party or it's going to melt down because he's angry and just wants to say you like that. I tell you what, man. I But Minnesota's stacked talent They wise. do have my keeper running back in Dalvin Cook. I kept him over Kamara for good reason. You should have. Um, I say all this jokingly, of course. I, Minnesota is honestly giant question mark. Which Minnesota shows up? 
They're like you said, a lot of talent on that team, but do they turn? Do they do they put it all together, or do they just drift off in the in the last six games of the season and fall I, apart? I've got them winning nine or ten. Okay, and I've got them winning nine or ten because you've got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Love you've, Thielen. Yep, God, you've got, Thielen you've is got so a, good. You've got a pretty solid offensive line. Irv Smith looks like he's going to miss the first couple of games of the season, but I mean they they can play football. Arguably and, the best running back in the league. Yeah, yeah, especially I mean, for fantasy. He's definitely top four. Yeah, like I'd say top two. He led the league in what last year? Um, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, was it? Uh, I, I don't know. I know you look it up, but I you know got, it was it was either touchdowns. Or yards or point. I don't. Know. He led the league in something for for fantasy. My my the well, we, we can talk about the quarterback. I, I think the top four running backs in the league are, are in, and if you get any of those four on your fantasy team, you're in good shape. I think it's McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry. Well, McCaffrey too for the receiving yards. Yeah, exactly. Massive. And that's why. But see, that's why I have Dalvin Cook. Like of those four, Henry is fourth because mm-hmm. he's not involved in the passing game. But Cook, Kamara, and McCaffrey. All go out and catch passes. Now, if Saquon Barkley is healthy, he's he's up there as well because he does the same thing. The other good thing but, about Cook is they don't take him out in goal line situations. Absolutely which correct. A lot of teams doing it. See, and that's the bad thing about bonkers. Kamara. That's the bad thing about Kamara is he gets vultured because he's you know what I mean. He gets yep. him down there and then and then they go to Taysom Hill. Yeah. God, I hate that. Yeah, sucks. So yeah, I Minnesota. I I don't know. It's the. The inconsistency with them, just I, I didn't know even know where to put them. I think Minnesota will probably pull a wild card slot. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I would probably say if you said anywhere from eight to ten wins, I would say yeah, that, that that's fair. I got nine. I got them. I got them winning nine or ten. Um, when you look at the wild cards in the NFC, you're probably not going to have a wild card out of the NFC East. Because whoever wins that division will be the winner of that division. Please don't be a wild card out of that division. Sa- San Francisco or the Rams are going to be a wild card, um, and you're gonna you still got two spots left. Who is it? Is it Chicago? Is it Minnesota? Is it New Orleans? So, yeah, Min- Minnesota has I think the best chance to be a wild card. I don't. They're not going to win the division. That's fair. Totally fair. All right, on to the AFC. Which division are you doing first? North? Let's go to the south. AFC South. Yeah, because speaking of dumpster fires, uh, Tennessee easily wins this division. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, I you got Indy. It was nothing but a giant mash unit right now. Houston is Houston. Jacksonville, I mean, both of those teams on the opposite end of Kansas City and Tampa, I think, have a legitimate shot at 0-17. If not, Jaguars in Houston? If not, real close. Um, Indy is just a mess. Carson foot, Carson's foot, I mean, it looks like he's going to play. Um, at the, oh, yeah, he's already practicing again. He's yeah, not practicing yeah. right now because he got put on the COVID list. But, but it's, I mean, They he, did lose T.Y. Hilton for several weeks. They lost T.Y. Hilton. Um, ETN is gone. Their number one draft. I mean, it's. ETN from the Jags is gone. And they have. Um, but, oh, Jags. I'm sorry. But. But Jacksonville, um, as far as I'm concerned, did, they lost a slot receiver when they lost ATM because James Robinson is a fucking really good running back. And Indy plays the eighth toughest schedule in the league. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean. 
Well, they, they, they've got some talent. Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor. They do. They've got a really good offensive line. If Carson Wentz can kind of throw the ball. Offensive line lost another guy to an ACL. Their, their who, offensive line is lose? hurt. I don't remember, but I heard about it. Nelson's back. I Nelson's back, but they did lose someone to an ACL. I was listening to it on the McAfee show because he's an indie guy. Yep. Um, they, they have an abundance of injuries, and got I think you. that's going to be a long year for Indy, but... Tennessee easily. I mean that that just Derrick Henry, Julio Jones. Um, uh, that team's loaded. I think Tennessee beats up on this division hard, but I think they struggle outside the division. I got them ten wins. I got them. I got them with eleven, and they win the division. I got them with eleven, but six of those are going to come in the division. I think. I think they sweep their division this year. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee's defense is not good, and did not get any better losing the people that they lost. So. That that offense, <laughs> look out! Yeah, that offense, like you said, um, AJ Brown and Julio Jones. If Julio stays healthy, um, I got Tennessee with eleven. I got okay. the Colts. I got the Colts winning nine because they're really? going to win. Yeah, they're going to win four against the Jags and the Houston. Okay, I got Jacksonville winning six games. Really, All I right. think Jacksonville is going to be better than you think. They're not very far removed from being in the AFC Championship game. Um, I think Trey. I I think. I think Lawrence is going to be a lot better than people think. Yes, he's going to be a rookie. They have a good running game. I think that I fucking hate to say this because I cannot stand this fucking guy. Urban Meyer will make the most of the talent that he has on that roster. Is he going to be able to do that with players already reportedly hating all of his college bullshit? Yeah. Did you hear what they were bitching about? What were they bitching? They about? were bitching about the fact that Urban Meyer was upset that they lost a preseason game. All right. I was well, watching. I was watching the Jags and the Cowboys yesterday because it was the only game that was on. Again, pros are pr- and, prima donnas, yep, man. And Michael Irvin was like, "When did it become acceptable to be okay with winning a game, even if it doesn't matter? You want to win all the time. That's what Irvin says. He says if you don't want to win anything, or if there's ever a time you don't want to win, you're in the wrong job. Right. I, I listen. I don't disagree. And you know what? Um, They're prima donnas. I think Urban Meyer, as much as we hate him, is the guy that'll be like, oh, "Are you not happy here? All right." Get the fuck out. Yeah, because because I, I'm not winning a Super Bowl this year. I, I don't get need it. your ass. I'm with you. I get it. But that stuff gets coaches fired quicker in the NFL than... Oh, it does. It gets it does. fired faster than youth and potential. But I think Jacksonville has gone all in on the Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. Well, they've um, committed to building a whole bunch of new buildings yep. and facilities and yeah. just hundreds of millions of dollars worth of new equipment I have, and facilities. Yeah. I agree. I have Jacksonville winning six. I got Houston winning one, and that one is an if. <laughs> That's a forfeit. It's a COVID forfeit. I th- and you know what? That is a possibility this year. Yep. I I have nothing to say about Houston. Nothing. I have. I do something you know what my in, my, note is? in my bold predictions. You what? know what my note is? What? Moving on. Yeah. That's exactly what I wrote down. If I have to watch them on a nationally televised game this year, please don't. I will burn something to the fucking ground. I will go back to my PS5 and start playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. If it's a Thursday night game, pass. Yep. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, that's it. Tennessee wins the AFC South, and it's not even close. I think Jacksonville is going to be fun to watch, and I think they're going to be more competitive than people think. Um, there is a real chance Lawrence throws for forty five hundred and thirty five touchdowns this year. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think that team's a wreck this year. It may good, not be the case a, next year. Got a good running back. He's got three really good wide receivers. Um, I think Lavisca Chenault is going to be. A name that everybody knows at the end of this season. There's just something. There's just. I mean, hopefully, because I mean, nobody wants shitty teams in the NFL yep. because it's no fun to watch. That's true. 
Um, all right, AFC North. Who'd you pick to win the division? Did you pick someone to yeah, win the division? Yeah, I did. Um, I picked Cleveland. So did I. Um, I picked Cleveland, and that pick was a little bit better after I found out that J.K. Dobbins might was out is out for the year. Yep, not I that I'm that happy well. that he's out for the year, but that makes Baltimore not as good. But it's a huge lo- mammoth loss. Uh, Gus Edwards is a good running back, but, but Dobbins to me, is a, to, is a to me, the running backs in, in Baltimore are so devalued anyway because of right. of um, the offense. Oh, uh, shit. What's his name? The quarterback. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. There yeah. it is. Thank you. Yep, I agree. It's I, That is a massive loss, no matter if how many running backs you have in the room. Dobbins is an absolute freight train, um, I, which means, to me, I'd be surprised if they don't go out and sign either Mark Ingram or Todd Gurley in the next few days. They said today they are not interested in Gurley. Why? How is that even possible? Gurley doesn't have the burst anymore. All right, we'll see. I, I no, I'm not. I'm watch, not discounting you. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, and it could be a smokescreen. Bring him in, try him out. Yeah. Well, they did. They brought him and tried him out uh, last month. Last month. Right. Right. Right before. Right before training camp started, they brought him in and, and try. He tried out. So what did he do? Just just had a workout. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. I. You know what the problem with Gurley is? The biggest problem with Gurley is age. Knees. Knees. No, he's only like 27 years old. He's not that old, but his knees are fucked. Like. Well, they that's, said that's literally, problem. literally falling apart. Fucked. All right, well, which is why, which is why Los Angeles shipped him out. Okay, well, I mean that makes sense. He's still a great receiver out of the backfield, but he doesn't have that burst, and yeah. it's just you can't. Yep. So, um, yeah, Cleveland. I just for them, I just said stay healthy and insurers. I have twelve to thirteen wins. I think that team has got so much ridiculous talent on it. Um, obviously, with o- OBJ back. Um. Odell Beckham, it's just how long will he be back? That are they? Is he Texas back or is he back for real? Yeah, I, I don't know. He was supposed to be back for real last year, and, and their strength of schedule is 29th. Oh yeah, it's a garbage. So their, their schedule is garbage. But their division is tough. They have a tough division. I, they I mean, do. you can joke about the AFC North all you want. That is a defensively brutal division to play in. Um, so I have Cleveland winning it, 12 to 13 wins. Baltimore, I have eight. Baltimore, to me, is the Seattle of the AFC. They're the same team every year. They get in the playoffs. They have a good run. They do something, and then they just fall apart and lose. But, like you said, Lamar Jackson is so much fun to watch. He is. And he's dangerous. He but, is very dangerous. Um, their, their big uh, wide receiver pick, um, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, he's hurt. He's going to be out for like six weeks. So who is he throwing the ball to? Right. Because uh, Indiana Jones' idle face, he didn't – he didn't do what he was supposed to do last year. <laughs> Idle face. I gotta remember that. That's a good one. Uh I got I got Cleveland with eleven. All right. Baltimore with ten. Pittsburgh right nine. There. Cincinnati eight. Uh, I mean, we're basically right there with everything. Pittsburgh, I mean, I think Najee Harris is for real. He is. I like like we were talking about him before, just the mentality that kid has, his size, not normal for a running back. I mean he's he, got good hands, soft he's, hands. He's got everything you want in a franchise running back. Um and then his, how does Ben play? He's got to be almost done, right? I mean, it just seems like he's playing on borrowed time, but it seems like he does play well regardless every year. Set his arm strong this year. Um, See, I don't think I don't think Roethlisberger was the reason that they fell apart at the end of the season last year. Let's let's not forget Pittsburgh was eleven and zero last year. Oh, absolutely. Remember, they were eleven and zero. They their offensive line was decimated. Their wide receivers were beat up. 
they they were on their third string running back. Uh, Connor was down, and then the kid from te- uh, Kentucky was was down. Right. They 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 had no tight end. Uh, they lost their best pass rusher. They lost they lost both their best pass rushers because T.J. Watt was out and Bud Dupree were out. They just literally got decimated at the mm-hmm. end of the season last year. They still have a strong nucleus. Uh, Roethlisberger's arm wasn't a problem. The problem Claypool, was that he only had a half a second to throw the fucking ball. Claypool, Juju, um, yep. Johnson. I mean, the, I, the only thing yeah, I Deont- have written down here is just they're always dangerous. Deontay Johnson, keep your eye on him. Yep. He has um, a breakout year, I think. I have them with eight wins. And then moving up to the river, Cincinnati. Um, I just put, I mean, I have a few notes on here, but the main thing is, so goes Joe in the line. If the line stays healthy and Joe Burrow stays healthy, Jesus Christ, he has got a quarterback's dream set up. He's got two receivers that went over 1,000 yards last year mm-hmm. in Boyd and Higgins. Um, you've got two tight ends that are severely underrated in Uzoma and Uzuma and Sample. Sample makes, last year watching them, like it seemed like he had a lot of key third down catches uh, for, for first downs. Uh, Mixon is is like on the verge of being one of those really highly talked about running backs mm-hmm. out of the backfield and running. Um, a guy that had a quietly impressive preseason was Chris Evans, who they drafted out of Michigan, who didn't start there but got a lot of playing time, who I've seen play a bunch, had a sweet 30-yard route for a touchdown pass, or reception, I should say. Um but it's all on the line, and the line is pretty, for all intents and purposes, completely overhauled this year with Jonah Williams, Quentin, uh, Quentin Spain, Trey Hopkins, Michael Jordan, and Riley Riley Reef, who's an all-pro they brought in to play right tackle. They upgraded their line. So They're not the best line in the NFL, but they're twice as good as they were last year. You don't need the best line. You just need to keep Joe on his feet. Yep. And you need to keep his knee intact. Yep. That's all you need to do. Um, Burrow played three snaps yesterday, and then he was off the field. Like first, as, he, he, as it should be, and he threw a pass to Chase for a little screen that was right to him, and he dropped it. Chase is a huge concern. I just hope he comes around and figures it out because let's not forget he he did not play last year. He opted out. He hasn't played full speed football in over in a in a year and a half. I get that. I get it. But I get still, that. It's time. It's time, buddy. It's time. But. I, I mean, when you're running a a simple wide receiver bubble screen, and that number or that ball is in your numbers, you should not drop that. I think ball. he's got the yips. It could be. It could be the rookie yips. It could be. It could just be nerves. I mean, have to get him one of those setups like Kevin Costner had in Ten Cup. But shit's for real in a week. Yeah. So you need to figure it out. And I'm listen. The guy's not short on talent. Um, and it's you know. I'm gonna tell you what that He's a teammate of Joe Burrow's at LSU. I I hope that things play out the way that it should. But if it does, and the line plays well with a 29th rank, they for some reason they had the 29th rank schedule as well on the website that I was looking at. Um, well, it could be a tie. They have a good schedule. Um, I think they can get 10 wins with the talent they have, barring no injuries. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Auden Tate. Come on. I mean, two he, uh, Higgins and Boyd both had a thousand yard receivings last year. Chris Evans is no joke. Just no, so I know. think he'll be one of those secret players that um, could be a good fantasy pickup if you have an injury or something like that. Yep. 
I mean, he's not going to play over Mixon, but he is. He could get time. He's a nice handcuff. He he could be a good third down back like Gio was. Yeah, he could. They're not going to want to run Joe Mixon in the ground. I hope. Is, is Chris Evans the one I'm thinking about from North Carolina? Michigan. Oh, from Michigan. Okay. Yep. Didn't start, but played a lot. Yep. Um, good enough. Ken Catch had a, a beautiful reception yesterday in the end zone. It was like a 30-yard wheel route that was just great. Uh, the benefit of having any of those wide receivers or Joe Burrow on your team is that Cincinnati's defense is going to be horrid. I don't think it's going to be as bad as you think. Um, they got Hubbard back on the defensive line. Um, I'm not worried about their front seven. I'm worried about their back four. It's it's one of those, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I hope that they'll be better than what they were last year. Mm-hmm. You, you got to stop some people on third down. So at least once, right? Just, just, just to see how it feels. Just give him a chance <laughs> to stay in the game. Just, just, just put him in. Yeah. Just put him in striking distance. That's all. I agree. But I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to watch both my teams again this year, which in the past has not really been the case. Listen, listen to how I rank their wins in that division. I've got Cleveland at eleven. Okay. I got Baltimore at ten. Okay. I got Pittsburgh at nine. Mm-hmm. I got Cincy at eight. Okay, so they're all right there. Yeah, they always are. They're all right there. They always beat up each other. It's a tough division. It's a t- it, it. It really is. I'm not going to say it's the best division in football. No, but it, is, it is the toughest division of football. If physically, I think it is. Yeah, they, they are brutal when they play against each other, especially Pittsburgh and Cincy. Yep, they have some violent <laughs> meetings. All right, so that's the NFC. No, we still got two more in the AFC. No, I said that's the NFC. Didn't I do all the NFC? Yeah, we've done all the NFC. We've done we've done all four NFC, and we've done the AFC South and the AFC North. Oh yeah, there's only two left. Yeah. All right. Well, you're right. That did go quick. Where do you want to go, east or west? Let's go west. All right. I mean, do we talk about anybody other than KC? Uh, we can talk about how I have KC winning 14 games, okay. and I have Vegas. Chargers and Denver winning eight. How is it that KC has the 26th ranked schedule, strength of schedule in the Because of their league? division. Man. Six of their games are against the Los Angeles Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders, or the Denver Broncos. And no disrespect, Nick, but the Broncos are not a threat right now because they haven't proved themselves. I think they will be better this year than a lot of people think. They're going to be better this year because they have a quarterback. I have now, them. Bridgewater's not the long-term answer, but, but he's, he's a better quarterback. Yes. They have have a lot of talent on that team. I have them winning nine games. I got them winning eight. So, right there. There you go. Um, Melvin Gordon. I mean, nobody talks about him. I don't know why. The guy's fantastic. He's a a solid, durable running back. Yeah, I think he's good. He probably won't be the starter. Um, I mean, from what I was reading, because I'm not – I mean, I watched a handful of Bronco games, obviously, last year. um, But they can't turn the ball over as much as they did last year. That was – Quarterback play. But their receivers, they got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I mean, they are. I think they're in good hey, shape. K.J. Hamler is a stud. I think that they will win nine games, and I think they will surprise some people in this in this division. They also have one of the most talented tight ends in the game that we haven't seen play yet because they hadn't had a quarterback, and that's Noah Fant. Oh, yeah. yeah that's now, a good point. That's he's, a name he's, that got, he's got a few drops. Totally forgot to put him on here. But people... They they consider a drop when it hits the receiver's hands and he doesn't catch it. I think that's garbage because there's a lot of passes, especially someone like Fant who runs seams a mm-hmm. lot, like Gronk used to run. Um, you hear a lot of footsteps if that ball's in the wrong spot. 
And sometimes it's about not catching the ball and protecting yourself. Like like uh, I heard Michael Irvin refer to it yesterday. He says that was a business decision to not catch that ball. <laughs> I do I do love that term. Yes. That's so, a good one. Um you know what? Can can Teddy Bridgewater show up and be consistent and play good ball? Their defense is still solid. Yep. I have them finishing second behind KC. I have the Chargers winning seven games and the Raiders winning six. I, I got I got the other three at eight games. I mean So it'll be I put the Raiders average to below average team in Chargers ho hum. Um, I mean Herbert's probably gonna, he, I'm sure he'll play well. Um, and you, well, El, the Chargers the Chargers are going to be a better team than they were last year. I think they're going to be more competitive. I've they never just, seen a team find a way to lose games more than the Chargers ever in the history of the NFL. Their combined lost total points last year must have been like, twelve. Uh, like yeah, I, point point seven. It's it's. <laughs> Amazing hey. how they could be in a game and find a way to lose it in the last second. They gave the Bucks everything that they could. They, they so could. many times, almost every week. It's it was insane. Almost every week. Uh, they have a new head coach. Uh, they still have a very talent filled roster. Uh, Herbert is going to be a star. I for do a, like Herbert for a long time. Me too. I want I want the powder blue jersey. I just That's so sharp. The money is it? not there right now. It's so sharp. Um, the defense is a question. They were hurt last year. They got Bosa. They got Derwin James. They've, they've got the players. Uh, I mean, it does not help to be in a division with Kansas City. It's going to no. be, you know, you're going to have to catch up to that. But you know, Vegas and Denver are beatable teams. They've just got to. They've got to. It was stupid mistakes that beat them last year, and also it didn't help that Eckler was out for like seven games. Right. That's true. That's fair. So yeah, I have Casey running away. I mean, I shouldn't say run away. I have. I mean, I have twelve wins. But I do have them as very probable. They could go seventeen and zero. It's just so hard to do. It's just so hard to do. There's always seems like those teams that sneak up and bite you in the ass when you're least expecting it. Yep. Like a Denver. And and the reason that they won't go seventeen and zero is because when they're thirteen and zero, it's they about start. okay. We've pretty much got it locked up. Let's let's well, let's business let's, decision. Let's, yep. Let's take our foot off the gas a little bit. Maybe not play this. Maybe not work as hard. Yeah. And. Uh, what does help Broncos, too, is they have a uh, 15th-ranked strength of schedule, so it's right in the middle of the pack. Not overwhelmingly tough, but um, it's not a cupcake either. But I I just, I just had them as surprising people this year. Denver will be better than they were. I don't think Drew Locke is the answer. I don't think Drew Locke ever was the answer. I think they agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently he pushed Bridgewater to the edge. You yeah. know, but, you know, listen, I'm not shitting on Bridgewater, but Bridgewater to me is an average quarterback. He's average. He just hasn't done He hasn't done anything to put himself in out of that category yet. He's serviceable. Exactly. Right. Now, yes, he struggled last year in Carolina with uh, new offense. Now who's no, a, lot of, a lot of injuries. Who knows what happens with the full season? Yeah, ex- exactly. So we'll see. So, yeah, I agree. I just think next year, look out for Aaron Rodgers to be a Denver Bronco. It would not surprise me. It would not surprise me one little bit. Instantly contenders in the AFC. Oh, of course. Instantly. Of course. Just like that. Absolutely. Dude, with Cortland Sutherland, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon. And not to mention whoever else they decide to draft or bring in. Absolutely. So, yeah, there you go. KFC. KFC. (laughs) Chicken sandwich does sound really good right now. Yeah, it does. All right, the AFC East. You're home. What do you got? Um... I got Buffalo. Me too. I got Buffalo winning it. How many? 12. 13. That team's loaded. I got Miami finishing second with 11 wins. Oh, uh, I have them with six. 
Miami? And that's a question mark. I, I It could be more. Um, they have the fourth toughest schedule in the league. They do. So Tua, uh, we'll see. I, I hope he lights it up. I hope he plays well because I just want to see the guy do well. There's nothing to not like about Tua. Well, you got to remember, he played last year. I think he went 8-1. and one. Okay. Um, the problem was is that everybody – Everybody judged what he did against Fitzpatrick. So Fitzpatrick would come in and throw the ball all over the field, mm-hmm. and Tua didn't do that. He was coming off that hip surgery. I get it. Um, Buffalo's Achilles heel will be their running game. They have a running back by committee. They did draft that wide receiver out of Miami or out of Alabama, mm-hmm. the guy who won the Heisman last year. Yep. I think that that's who they drafted. Um, their defense is strong. I, I think that Buffalo, Buffalo? – No, Miami. Oh, Miami's, Miami. Okay. Miami's defense is strong. Everybody's like, oh well, you know, Tua, he he he's not going to come to the NFL on a on an average team like Miami was that was just finding their footing with a new head coach and look like he looked at Alabama. It's just not going to happen, and right. it's a different style of offense. But they they were one win away from the playoffs. They went out, they got some more talent. It's not the it's this is this is maybe one of the stronger divisions in football. I think. Yep. Because I and I have New England at ten, winning ten wins. I have, or seven, 10 games. I have seven to nine. For New England? Yeah. Um, you want to hear my reason why? Yeah, I do. Word for word, Matt goddamn Jones. You think he's going to? Awesome. I think he's going to come in and play very well. Then why are they only going to win seven games? I have seven to nine. Oh, seven to nine. I think I think Mac Jones is a starter by week three, personally. Oh, I think it's sooner than he, that. He might start tomorrow. Belichick hasn't made a decision yet. But one thing that we have to remember about Buff- Is there a game tomorrow? No, but I mean, they might name him the starter. Oh, I see what you're they saying. Have, okay. And they might say tomorrow he's the starter. I, got, I see what Here's you're saying. Here's something that people need to remember about New England. They were horrible last year. Excuse me. They weren't horrible. They were horrible by New England standards. They were average. They had 14 players opt out last year. Mm-hmm. Nine of them were starters, seven of them were defensive players. Cam Newton is not a good quarterback. They have Damian Harris. I agree. They have J- James White. They've their their wide receivers are better than they have been. The defense is going to be back. They still have Stephon Gilmore and C.J. Jackson. They got Dante Hightower back. They're they're going to be a lot better than people think. Mac Jones is going to show up and he's going to play quarterback, much in the same way that somebody else has played quarterback. He is going to step in and take that job. I watched Cam Newton in the second game of the second preseason game of the season. He played the first two series. He dropped back seven times. He checked down six times to the running back. Mm-hmm. Checked down six times. I'm sorry. Don't give me that bullshit. You're not a passing quarterback if you're doing exactly. that. Exactly. He checked down six times. He missed the running back three times. He missed yeah. the running back. And then what did Mac Jones do? He walked in, and he fucking hit this guy, and he hit that guy, and he hit that guy, and he threw to the running back like on screen plays. And he is threading the needle from what everything's been yes. saying in this and I've tried to watch a lot of the spring training stuff, knowing that we we're going to do this, the camps, like the reports and all that stuff. And just everything you hear about this kid is lights out. Um, deadly accuracy. Yep. Putting it into double coverage perfectly in, in a window that only the receiver can get it. Picks the white. He picks the Everything. open receiver. He throws the ball away when it when he doesn't. He doesn't. He he makes smart decisions, which is why he played oh, the way he played the last wait, few years. Greg, and what did Nick Saban say about Mac Jones? Smartest player he's ever coached. Oh, okay. Nick Saban said Nick Saban that. Saban said okay. That. Yep. Well, I mean, that must carry some weight. A little, not not much. I mean, he's only. Oh, when Bill O'Brien got to Alabama, who taught him the playbook? Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. That's there right. You go. Okay. Um, I got the Jets winning five. 
And also, last thing with New England, they have the seventh toughest league schedule, which is it's tough, but I think New England could be the team that comes out and surprises everybody. I think they will. I think New England makes playoffs this and year. And I think it's all based on Mac Jones. I think they make the playoffs this year. Yep, based on Mac Jones. Uh, Listen, the, let's not let's not forget. Yes, Bill Belichick had Tom Brady, but Bill Belichick was still the head coach that won six Super Bowls or five Super Bowls or however many it right. was. So we, you, you've still got a coaching pedigree there, and, and you get a quarterback in there that doesn't lose the game for you. I watched Cam Newton literally fumble games away last year, not miss wide-open receivers in the end zone, throw stupid interceptions, just pull the ball down and run just because he wanted to. And you get a quarterback there that runs the offense. Hey, Matt Castle went 11-5. and five. Yeah. Matt Castle. Or as Kenny Powers calls him, Matt Goddamn Castle in the Reebok commercial. Yes. So funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think New England I think New England's gonna make the the, the, the playoffs as a wild card. Because I, I mean who else is gonna do it? The right now, the Colts, the Jags, probably Cincinnati, the Vegas, the, the LA, Vegas, Denver, they're they're not gonna contend for playoff spots. No. Nope. So compete, but not contend. Yeah. And I got the Jets one in five because I had six. I like I like Salah. I think he can turn it around. I think the I think the Jets front office did the right thing and made a commitment to their head coach for the first time in a while. They cleaned house. They they got rid of the people that didn't want to be there. That's fine if you want to be there. This Zach Wilson kid. I think Zach Wilson Ooh. turns out to be the kid that they thought they were going to get with Sam Darnold. I agree. And that is not a knock on Sam Darnold. Yeah. This, Di- different scenario, different situation, but I think Zach Wilson is getting what you're hoping that you were drafting that high. Yep, and you know what they did for Zach Wilson? They went out and got players to help him. Yep, they got they got offensive linemen. They they went they 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 signed some. They didn't go after a quarterback and three wide receivers in the draft. They went after a quarterback and linemen in the draft and went out and got free agent wide receivers. Um, I had six wins only because they have the third toughest schedule in the entire NFL. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Well, I mean, you're playing Buffalo, New England, and, and Miami twice. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Corey Davis. Watch Corey Davis this year on the Jets. Well, I mean, to your point, I just noticed that. Strength of schedule, Jets third. New England, seventh. Miami, fourth. Buffalo, I didn't write down because I figured it doesn't matter because I have them win in the division anyway. But it, I'm sure it's right up there. Buffalo's will be even for, for that reason. Because, because with them being a first-place team in the division last year, right. they will be playing the other first-place teams. So, yeah. All right. All right. There's there's the NFL. Yep, that's our NFL. Um, I went. I I I I pulled sleepers out. I did not. I pulled sleepers out, and and you'll probably agree with most of these. Um, this is what I call a sleeper. A sleeper is not a player that you don't know about. A sleeper is somebody that you can get in your draft that will extremely outperform their draft position. So drafting drafting a guy in the eighth round that's going to give you fifteen points a week. It's that that's player a that makes you say, "Why didn't I take him when he was there?" Exactly. That's that's a sleeper. Uh, quarterbacks. These are pretty obvious. Tua. I think Tua is going to. Now I'm not saying go get Tua. I'm saying that if you have to make a decision between a, a high end player in the sixth or seventh round and you between a player and a quarterback it's crazy. and you end up. How fantasy has shifted now that court, you're like not supposed to take quarterback until like round seven. Like well, if you read a lot of the, yes. hey, this is what you do. But do you know the reason for that? I'm like what? Because there's so many receivers in the league? No, because there's so many good quarterbacks. Yeah. it's Think back to fantasy. But is there? Yeah, there is. For fantasy purposes, there is. Because listen, a quarterback can get you 30 points in a garbage time game because all he's doing is throwing the ball. Yeah. Right? 
Think back to think back to the eighties and the nineties. If you had to have a quarterback for fantasy, who would it be? Montana. Or Marino. Or Elway. Elway. And after that it was Boomer. because there were because Boomer. there were so many there were so many runners or so many running backs. It was a different game. Now so many teams throw the ball so much. To prove to just to just to prove the point. No, I, I believe you. I'm not. No, no, I, I'm not discounting what you're saying at all. I'm proving it for everybody else. Here is. I feel bad having to make you look up so much stuff. No, no. I. I well, I. Sh- but I, you're just more thorough than I am. I know it, but I can't name them off the top of my head. Okay. Right. So this. Bye, honey. I had to say goodbye to my wife, guys. Sorry. So this this what this magazine does is they rank the players by tiers. Mm-hmm. Okay, like so their first tier of running backs: Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley. We can argue that. Kamara's not in there? Kamara is the first running back in number two, and they did that because of the team itself. The situation? Yes. Okay. Okay. So here's your first tier of quarterbacks. Can't argue that. Here's your first tier quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Because of the dual threat, right? Because they run. Here's your second tier of quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts. Because of their mobility. Here's your third tier of quarterbacks. Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. So we are three, five is eight, and so we are fourteen quarterbacks deep, and we just got to Baker Mayfield. It makes sense. Here's tier four: Trevor Lawrence, Tannehill, Cousins, Watson, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones. Now all those guys. Yeah. Where is Stafford on this list? Stafford was in tier three. He's in th- okay. Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, I can Joe go with Burrow. That. Um, they don't even have. They got Jared Goff down here in 10-5, Tier 5. Here's Tier 5. Roethlisberger, Winston, Tagaviola, Darnold, Goff, Fitzpatrick. That's why, because there are, even though you're like, oh, man, I wouldn't want that guy quarterback in my team. I can see Fitz down there because he's not a legitimate starter. Right. You just, you don't know how long he's going to play. You had to go after Dan Marino because Dan Marino was the only quarterback throwing for 3,500 yards a year. But now, look at how many quarterbacks throw for 4,000 yards or 3,800. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's why. Makes sense. So it's just. It's just weird because it was so – it wasn't that way for so long. Yeah, I agree. But that right there, I mean, yeah, you're right. Well, you know what that you know what that position is now? That position is running back now. Yeah, absolutely. There used to be 30 running backs that were – because you have – that you would go and grab because they all started. But now – There's no franchise quarterbacks anymore or running backs anymore. You're right because they get like, – like Committee. The, like they were saying yesterday, it's all running back by committee. Um, a, co- a running back never stays around long enough – to become that stud running back because when he does kill it like Le'Veon Bell, they don't, they don't want to pay him. Right. So he goes somewhere else and now he's out of the system. You know, how many guys, well, how many, how many, he's an asshole too. He, oh, I, I, he got everything he deserved. I agree. Douchebag. But, but how many running backs are true pass catching and, and able to run between the tackles? There's not, you know what I mean? Three. Yeah. Four. James White, great pass catcher, but he ain't running off tackle anytime soon. So, the Not running never. backs, the running backs are the are the ones that are up there. So my my sleeper quarterbacks, if you have to if you have to grab someone late, I think Tua is is a viable option. Mm-hmm. He's going to have more offensive weapons. Mac Jones, he may not oh. start. He may not start week one, but he's going he's going to play. He could be the steal of the, of your draft. He could be Trey Lance. I think I think eventually this year Trey Lance starts. Whether Garoppolo gets hurt or he just plays better. He'll be a late pick because yep. of that reason. People he are going to be scared to take him. And and we got to go with Joey Bag of Donuts. Joe 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 Burrows. Joey Bag of Joey Ball Game, sir. Joey Ball Game. Get it right. That's right. It is Joey Ball Game. Just because of the I wide receivers that he's throwing healthy. to. My God, two two thousand two thousand yard receivers last year. Mm-hmm. 
With, and he didn't play the whole year. Yeah, he played. He went out in like week eight or week seven, didn't he? Against Washington, yeah. yeah. My running backs that I have um, that you can grab lower, um, but these again, these are sleeper. These are these are not guys that you want to grab in the third first three rounds because they're not they're not worth it. Chris Don't Carson. Do it. Chris Carson is a good running back. Mm-hmm. Can't can't draft him high because he gets hurt. But when he's when he's healthy, James Robinson. Now his draft his status went significantly through the roof when ATN was out for the season. James Robinson had yeah. fourteen hundred all purpose yards last year and they had no idea who their quarterback was. This guy catches the ball out of the backfield, he runs tackle, mm-hmm. off tackle, he runs sweeps, he's good. Damien Harrison. Damien Harris. Damien Harris is going to take over the backfield for New England this year. And if you've got Mac Jones throwing the ball, they will not be putting nine in the box like they did last year. Right. Austin Eckler, he's a PPR god. Yep. Uh, but he doesn't get drafted high because he doesn't play every down. Remember this name at the end of the year, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. Mm-hmm. All right. I watched this kid at Oklahoma destroy it, and then I watched him transfer to Ohio State last year and destroy it until he hurt his shoulder. But he is going to the most friendly running back team in the league, and that's San Francisco. And Raheem Mostert is a great running back, mm-hmm. but he is unreliable because he gets hurt all the time. Okay. My wide receivers are deep. There's a lot of wide receivers there's here. there's a thousand of them. Because there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, LaVisca Chenault. That's just fun to say. It is. He's going to he's going to rack it up this year. Darnell Mooney for Chicago. Doesn't ma- he, Last year he had like 900 yards with no quarterbacks thrown to him. Cooper Cup is going to be a sneaky steal this year with, with Stafford throwing to him. He's so good. Corey Davis from the Jets. Mm-hmm. He's going to be undervalued because he's on the Jets. Antonio Brown is going to have a big season. He's been on that in that offense now for a full year. He's got Brady throw it to him. I know that he he's not he's not worthy of the top 6 rounds because there's not enough targets for everybody on that offense. Right. But a- Antonio Brown in the ninth? Yeah, I think about it. Yep. Keenan Allen. Nobody thinks about Keenan Allen this anymore. His 30th year in the league. Yeah. Nobody thinks about him anymore because Didn't he play for Jacksonville at one point? No, he's been uh, he's been uh, Los Angeles his entire career. You're thinking Keenan McCardle. That's right, Keenan McCardle. That's right. And T. Higgins. Oh, grab him, Tyler Boyd. If he's there, Tyler Boyd will go higher than T. Higgins either because he's flashy. Of, but yeah, T. Higgins, either is one like, of those two is going to be an absolute. Yep. I mean, yeah. Here's my sleepers for tight end. If you don't have Kelsey Waller, Waller, Kittle, or Hawkinson, you might as well just fucking match up each week because it's a crapshoot every week. I will double down on that and say either. Uzuma or Sample for Cincinnati will get you points. Oh, they'll get you points. But they're not but top they're flight. Not, but they're, yeah. But if, like you said, how many top flight tight ends are there in there's, the league? There's four. There you go. So, so if you don't get one of those. You, you need someone that's going to get you some reliable points. Yep. Trust me. All right. And I have some bold predictions for this year. I did not. I have, I have, I have. Clearly three. I did a lot of homework. You did. You fucking crushed it. Nailed it. All right. Um. This is Matt Ryan's last year in, in uh, Atlanta. I I agree. He might be gone before the season's over. Traded? Yeah. Really? I think so. Somebody will get desperate. Need somebody gets hurt. Need a playoff push. Jimmy G. No, because they'll just they'll just fall to Trey Lance. Um, but if you if you were going to trade something for somebody, who would you want to trade for? Would you want to trade for Jimmy G or Matt Ryan? I would take Jimmy G. Let's say you're um. Oh, he's younger. And good. Yeah. Not that Matt Ryan's not good, but, but he gets, he's going to retire any minute. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy G gets hurt all the time. I think I think someone, 
I honestly too busy going I'm not, to dinner with porn stars. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm surprised Denver didn't make a run at Matt Ryan. I he's too old. I mean, now that you get I three mean, years out of him. That that's our friend Aaron's favorite thing to say. Oh, he's too old. He, yeah. he shouldn't be doing that. He's too old. Um, but he is. He, uh, he I don't think he'll. I think he's thirty four or thirty five. I. I don't think he'll be in the league. I think he's going to retire soon. A lot of people thought he was going to retire last year. True. Um, but a change of scenery in the right situation could extend his career. I don't know. This isn't a bold prediction. I think this is a given. Texas finishes last. Well, they're back. The Texans, not Dallas. The Texans. Oh, either. <laughs> this. The state of Texas is going to finish last. Yeah, for sure. But at this, least they're back. This is a bold prediction. Kansas City does not make the Super Bowl. Wow. Hey. And that's not me hating on them. I just think that it's hard. It's hard to make that run that many times. They are still an elite team. I think someone in the AFC trips them up. Cleveland if, almost did it last year. If you're right, and you could be, I say it's Buffalo. I say it's Buffalo, too. I say Buffalo makes the Super Bowl this year. I, I say it's Buffalo. or, or I, If I had to pick someone other than Kansas City... Because let's be, I mean, beat them. You have to beat them first. Um, I think it's Buffalo. Buffalo did what they needed to do to be able to contend with Kansas City, and that's they went out and they got some pass rushers. Right. Um, their depth is a little bit better. Uh, they could be a little bit better strictly because Josh Allen, another year in the league. But um, it, you know what made me nervous about Buffalo? Payday hangover. That dude got flat paid. And what usually happens when people get that big money? Yeah. Bye. There's a drop off. But yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. I hope not. I You're going to laugh at me when I say this, but... Never. Baltimore has the potential to, to go to the Super Bowl. That's a... that. That's a tall order, but... It's, it's a tall order, but they have a really good defense. And, yeah. And, and let, let's be honest. They always do. Tampa beat Kansas City in the, in, the, in the Super Bowl last year with defense. Right. They didn't beat him with offense. Yes, they put up points, but that's because Kansas City, never, they couldn't keep the ball. They made good stops, though. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa Bay just literally kept them off the field. Got to stop them if you want to win. Yep. And, and let's be honest. I thought the Buffalo-Kansas City AFC Championship game was going to be a lot better last year than it was. But Cleveland should have beaten Kansas City and kind of got fucked in that game. Completely agree. So that's just I, that's that's just it's, a bold prediction. For me, it's nice knowing that it's it it's not a clear cut runaway with just two teams. There's teams out there that could absolutely trip up the favorites. It it, it should be a fun season. I mean, you've got in my eyes, you have four teams in the NFC that are going to do it. It's Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Seattle, or. Uh, Los Angeles and, and San Francisco. Yeah. I think those are the four best teams. In the AFC, the four best teams are Buffalo, Kansas City, Cleveland, and Tennessee. Four best teams. And, and, and hey, who knows? Tennessee might get their defense fixed, and they run the ball down Kansas City's fucking throat. So, hey, you never know. It's hard, dude. Three, three Super Bowls in a row, only one team's done that before. And that team didn't win any of those four. Yeah. That's, hey, that's true. So, so there you go. All right. So speaking of fantasy. Life is just a fantasy. Get to our list. Yeah, let's do our list. So we obviously it's the drafting season. The magical season is upon us. It's the only, I think, type of game that you play where the, the actual draft is more fun than the whole season because the draft is always great. I love it's, the draft. It's, it's my favorite time. Um, 
that's why oh, honestly that's kind of why DraftKings or uh, uh, not DraftKings what's the other one FanDuel FanDuel mm-hmm. appeals to me the way it does because you get to pick your team every week come I'm on, bad Florida. at it I'm bad at it but come on Florida yeah pull your head out of your ass you can do FanDuel you can mm-hmm. FanDuel's not sports betting Oh, it's a contest. Yep. It's not betting. It's Correct. more of a con. You, yep. It's just fantasy it's, football. It's, it's considered a game of skill. Okay. It's 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 luck. Oh, fucking right. It's luck. <laughs> it's totally luck. I love I love people that say, oh, you know, I, I'm i a fantasy expert. Are you? Yeah. So you win every year. Yep. So when you... So, so when you win you, every year. When you draft Saquon Barkley and he goes down in the first play of the game, you're you're an expert? It, yeah. You're an absolute expert. <laughs> you You nail it every year. You got trophies all over your house. You can do things to make yourself better in fantasy football, but the largest part of fantasy football is the element of luck. So we figured we'd come up with the top five drafting mistakes to help you not fuck it up. Don't shit the bed on draft day. One that did not make my list, but I'm just going to throw it out there, is don't be drunk at your draft. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one, right? I mean, that, that is a common sense one, but that is a good one. I like it. All right. I'll go first. Go ahead. You came up with the list. Go ahead. These are in no particular order. True. Uh, so my my number five is do not overvalue rookies. Don't don't go. Oh man, that guy fucking crushed it in college. They always struggle. It's completely different. Um, listen, Kyle Pitts. Good example. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Well, for some reason, tight ends seem to adjust. They have more to learn. Slower. Probably more than yeah. anybody. Do you know how many tight ends have um, come into the league and caught? What was the number? Over 900 yards in their rookie season? Two. Yes. Nailed it. Do you know who they are? Um, Brock, fact check me on this because I, I might have the numbers wrong, but I know I know who the two are. Kelsey? No. Gronk? No. Uh, hold on. Gonzalez? No. Not Good Tony names. Gonzalez? Good names, but no. Mike Ditka. Oh shit! Now we're going back to the dark ages. Okay, well, th- but this is how this but, is how. But that uh, tells you right, right there. And I forgot his name, but he was the tight end that played at Oklahoma that went to Philadelphia. Couldn't no idea because Philadelphia. Yeah, he was. I get what you're saying. He was though. a stud, but it doesn't happen very often. Right. So Kyle Pitts. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, this guy's amazing!" Atlanta drafted him fourth. He must be good. Pump the brakes. Right. Now. Does he have the potential to come in and score 20 touchdowns and 1,500 yards? Sure. Yeah, he does. But I'm going to tell you what. They all do. I'm not drafting him where people are drafting him. He's right. going in the second round. Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, go ahead. Take him. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're drafting against me, please. So that leads me into my number five. All right. Don't listen to your friends. Ever. They want you to lose. Yeah, they do. Don't take advice. Now, I take that back. Don't listen to your buddies. If I'm asking Greg advice on something... I would listen. If I'm talking to Nick and he's, we're talking about it, I would listen. But the other mutts in the league that are saying, oh, yeah, I was going to take him. He's he's pretty sure. I'm, I, you, you should take him. Eat a dick. I know what you're up to. <laughs> Don't take advice from friends. They want you to lose. Yeah. Close friends, you, you get the green light. If you trust somebody enough to know that – if you trust somebody enough to hold your wallet – you can take their advice on there fantasy. There you go. If you let them, right? if you let them house sit. Yep. You you could probably take advice. Fair enough. All right, my uh, my number four is don't be a homer. Don't pick guys from your favorite team just because they're from your favorite team. Draft with um, your head, not your you heart. You have to draft with your head. You have to be smart enough to say, 
you know what? I I love watching Fournette play for the Bucks. Not going after him in the early rounds. Just not going to happen because he's going to split time with Jones. You've got to be smart and sensible. And and you know what? I give Richard a lot of credit. Richard doesn't play fantasy hockey, even though he loves hockey. He says because it, it never fails. Every time, every time I try and play fantasy, I end up having to root for people that I don't want to root for, or I have to root against people that I don't want to root against. Richard, that's he used to hang out with us, right? Yeah, I remember, remember him. him. Yeah, I used um, to work with him a long time ago. Yeah, so you you yeah don't don't be a homer. Don't don't. I'm in an auction league. It's a hundred dollar buy in, and mm. every year, Mike Evans fifty dollars. I like Mike Evans, but I'm not paying a quarter of my team. Not that much. Yeah, the, last year, fucking uh, Leonard Fournette. They had signed him like two weeks before the season started. Somebody paid thirty nine dollars for him. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Hey, let him. Yeah. Hey. Oh, you yeah. know what? Goodbye. No. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, take it. Do do it. Shit, I should have done that. Yeah, but and and you know, so <laughs> yeah, that that's it. You got to be smart enough to not pick somebody just because you like the team. And you also got to be smart enough to not pick somebody just because you like them. You know, hey, um tough to do. It is tough to do. Tough to do. And I don't and I don't mean that in a way as in like No, you're 100% right. In a way like you like the person or the individual. You can't look at a guy who say, well, you know what? In 2014, he had 1,000 yards receiving. Yeah, but what did he do every year after that? Do you know how bad I want to have Joe Burrow on my team? <sighs> but I'm scared to death to draft him. I will take Joe Burrow in, as, in a second as my second quarterback. A second, yes. Or an auxiliary just to see. But no, I injury. The do team. I want him to be my starter? No. Would I hang my cleats up right now if that was my best quarterback that I could get because I waited too long? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang it up. I would. I would still. I think he's got a lot of potential. Well, Greg, that leads me into my number four. All right. Don't be dumb enough to not pay attention to division matchups. Oh, for sure. Joe Burrow in the AFC North is going to have a tougher time than any schlub in the NFC East where they don't play defense. You have to pay a pen. A pen pay attention to divisional matchups for certain players. There are a couple divisions that are extremely tough, AFC East, NFC or AFC North, as opposed to the shit wagons that, you know, there are in the other divisions where the teams are just garbage. So if you're going to have teams that play in that division but you have a really good player, um you have to pay attention to divisional matchups. You absolutely do. In fact, I'll say this, divisional strength. In fact, my number 3 is don't disregard matchups. Oh, they're, they're, don't, hey. You can't you can't say oh well he's you know he's solid he's a great running back he's he's a great running back but he has to play against Pittsburgh Cleveland Cincinnati and Baltimore's defense so six of his games are against you know <sighs> you, you, absolutely yeah um you're right you're, you're right crucial you're absolutely right but if you're stuck with a player if like you said if you have to take a Burrow or a Roethlisberger or Lamar Jackson I mean there's worse quarterbacks to take they just got a tougher road yeah so yeah. Good job. Thanks. You too. So you're, that was your number four. That was my number three. Okay. Disregard matchups. So my number three, um, not paying attention, and we talked about this already, that are running backs that are also receivers. Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Gio Bernard, Sleeper, Chris Evans out of Cincy. We'll see how good he does. But Gio Bernard, perfectly good example. Uh, I have his jersey. I That was my f- first brand-new jer- uh, Bengals jersey I bought in a long time. It was Gio. Loved his game. Um, three down back, third down, a lot of catches out of the backfield, just reliable. Do you want me to get strong. you a Bucks Bernard jersey? No, I already have it. No, I, I do not need a Bucks jersey at all. I'm good. Um, no, you're right. Now, also keep in mind if you're in a PPR league or not, 
Obviously, don't overvalue cat pass catching running backs in PPR leagues. Because is our league PPR? Our league is PPR. And I don't play anything but PPR because my, it puts two more players on the table. My work league that we're drafting for next week is a PPR That's as okay. well. I didn't, didn't want to play. There's a. I, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Just, hey, the owner of the company comes up to me and says, Hey, do you want to be in our league? Yeah, but my can my friend Greg come too? <laughs> I would do it for you. I was lucky to be. To be invited in, so no, I, was, I'm I was very happy. Good luck. I, I know you are. You know, you know what you should do. You should draft Gio Bernard. <laughs> Large conference room live draft. Oh that's my good. god, that's big, be awesome. big, the big head honcho table. Oh nice. Oh yeah, it'll, I will have my Gio Bernard jersey on, by the way, because my fantasy name is the Bengal King. You could wear your Burrow jersey. Um, I could. I might. I don't know. We'll see. It's <laughs> it, it's nice. Yeah. So what was so you? Well, you don't want to wear it. I forgot about it, honestly. Oh, okay. I forgot about it, but you're right. I totally could wear it, and I probably should wear it because he's a starter um, for good luck. But, yeah, I, there's McCaffrey's always going to get all the all the new like, – like you said, there's three running backs that are top-notch. Yep. There are other ones. You just have to pay attention to them Agreed. and know who to take. And, and kind of piggybacking on yours, you said don't overlook pass-catching running backs. Right. Know your know your league scoring. Look and see what they're receiving yards. Yeah, it may not be a thousand, but if you get a running back that rushes for a thousand some yards, but also has an extra six for receiving yards, yeah, that, I mean that's extra points you're leaving on the table. Understand how your league scores because right. you can leave points on the table because kickers are a good example. Some people don't give extra points for longer field goals, like in a league that I run, it's uh, anything under forty is three points. 40 to 50 is four points, and over 50 is five points. As it should be. Right? There's a lot of leagues they don't do that. There's also a lot of leagues that have quarterbacks' touchdowns only worth four points to throw them. I understand it, but it devalues the quarterback. And it's more fun to score points. Yeah, it, it de- but it devalues the quarterback. I mean, why? How, so my job is to throw a touchdown. That's my job. Right. And your job is to catch a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So you get more points because you caught it, but I get less because I threw it? No, I, I still— I'm the know, one that put it there. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, so if your quarterbacks only get four points, scoring, equally is important. You that that just devalued your quarterbacks. Yep. Because, and it devalued certain quarterbacks because a quarterback like Lamar Jackson is now now a lot more valuable because he might run in ten quarter ten touchdowns as opposed to throwing them. Yeah, and I it's agree. an extra twenty points. So yeah, know know your league scoring. It's a good one. Uh, my number two is do not buy into hype. Okay. <laughs> Again, don't. So hard to do. Don't, don't buy into hype. Don't hear about how awesome Justin Fields has been in his three preseason games. Pump the brakes. It's fucking preseason. Don't yeah, buy Detroit into, and Cleveland yeah. both went four zero in the preseason one time. Remember? Yeah. Um, don't don't buy into the whole. Wow, this guy over here. He had he had a great football game. Yeah, but he was playing against the third string defense. Don't know know who you're going after and what they can do. If if it's if it sounds like a flash in the pan and it looks like a flash in the pan, it's probably a flash in the pan. Well, now put. don't don't well, avoid put. don't avoid that hype and not pick somebody because you think he's a flash in the pan. Those are the guys that you want to pick in the twelfth round and the thirteenth round mm-hmm. because just like the NFL, if you draft a guy in the seventh round, he might not be on your team this year. If he goes three weeks and he's done shit, it's really super easy to dump him and pick somebody else up. Right. Good one. Thank you. Uh, number two, crucial. Happens 
every year. You always hear stories every year. When you're heading to your draft or the draft is that night, please pay attention to the injury list. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I had one today. Uh, who was it that had that is out that uh, you said busted their ACL? It was a running back. Oh, Cam Akers. I didn't know Cam Akers was out. Of course, I didn't really, you know, scour the injury list or whatever. But well, that's because um, that's because he tore it at the beginning of training camp, like well, right before it started. So it was it's a while ago. So you've just forgotten um, about it. But it's uh, just know the major injuries the day of or before your draft. Because if your league is smart, you're drafting after the preseason is over. Yeah. So, but these leagues that draft in the first second week of preseason. Idiots. It's stupid. Don't yeah. hey, if you have a commissioner that drafts during and before the preseason's over, don't get in that league. I agree. Start your own. I agree. And draft where the grown ups draft. My number one is do not avoid certain teams. <laughs> don't look at a team and go, I don't want fucking nobody from that team. That's ironic. Why? Because my number one, don't draft a Detroit Lion. Oh. <laughs> ever. This is why I've gone into drafts where I look at a guy, I look at a team, and the Jets is a good one because they've been so bad for so long. Jets and I go, I like they're fucking horrible, right? I'm not going to pick anybody. And I'm sitting in the fifth round, and I got a choice between the Jets starting wide receiver and some guy who I think might have a good year from another team. And I pick the other guy. And what happens? The Jets wide receiver ends up with... You get bent over. Yeah, he ends up with, you know... 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns. Now, those aren't huge numbers, but when you're picking somebody in the fifth round or sixth round and you get that, and instead of that, I got a guy that had 20 catches for 240 yards, teams are going to play. Now, the Jets might not have 50,000 yards of offense, but they're going to have guys running the ball. They're right. going to have guys catching the ball. They're starters for a reason. They're still going to play. Right. A starter is always more important than a backup. It's so hard to have that mentality. Like the Jets. Oh, it's hard. But it's hard. that's where, if you're in fantasy, you've got to pay attention to training camp reports, how how they're playing. Uh, Zach Wilson, perfectly good example. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything negative about him or anything short of that he's going to make them, he (laughs) is going to make them a better team this year. Absolutely he is. And they went out and they got a handful of players that can play. You know, Corey Davis is a good example. They got him. They they signed him as a free agent from the from the Titans last year, mm-hmm. and he was incredible across from AJ Brown. Will he be the same player this year without that guy on the other side? I don't know, but you know what? He's still a number one wide receiver. Yeah, they're still going to throw the ball to him. My problem is not looking at teams that are bad, and dra- not drafting. My problem is looking at teams that I do not fucking like. And drafting somebody. See, I don't have many. It's tough. Like I would take Najee Harris in a heartbeat. I mean, I hate Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't. Want, be stupid not to take him. I don't want anybody on my team from the Cowboys. Oh, well, that's legitimate though. But still. But they're back. You sit here and you look at Dak Prescott, Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, um, Zeke, fucking Ezekiel, Ezekiel, and that that's a that's a double banger right there. Mm-hmm. Ohio State and Dallas. Fuck off twice. Yep. So all kinds of prison time in that lineup. Yeah, there is. So when you look when you look at that, you can't you can't just go, oh, I don't want him because that team's not going to be any good. Well, even bad teams score two hundred points a year, four hundred points a year. Yeah, it's tough to do. It is tough. It's very tough to do. But hey, hopefully, we helped you keep from shitting the bed on draft day. I I would draft Hawkinson. I did last year. Regretted it. Well, I've had Stafford. 
regretted it. I had uh, Calvin Johnson for many years. Calvin Johnson was my keeper for the first three years of the league. That's a difference in it. That, that is a different scenario. That's a different animal, but for the most part, just don't draft the Detroit Lion. That's it. Do we need to do a uh, mailbag? Yeah, we do. Let's do mailbag. Let's wrap it up with Brock's email because it's not that long because we killed it yet again. So while you're pulling it up, guys, check out our our, um, our spread shop on the webpage, top5forfighting.com. Like I said, there's a whole bunch of new stuff in there. There's a whole bunch of shirts, accessories, hats, all kinds of crazy stuff, using stuff for your dogs. Um, uh, please go to YouTube and just subscribe. You don't have to... I, I mean, got to come I, on. What are we doing? I got to get the link. I, I, it's hard to find. I've got to figure out how I can get the link so that you can just click the link and it take it right to the YouTube page. It's one of the things Susan and I is going to work on. Can you um, copy and paste it? Because there's a share button, you can copy and paste the link. You can, but when I make but the episode and post the episode live, pasting it maybe like Spotify the doesn't allow links and Apple Podcasts. I think don't allow links. You know what I mean? What is this China? It, it, pretty much. Pretty Jesus much. Christ. Afghanistan or something. I don't know. Um. Uh, visit the Patreon page if you'd like. Remember, our thirty-three percent of everything we get goes to troops. If you know someone who is deployed, please let us know. We're looking for a unit to send some packages to. I'm going to give it another week, and then I'm going to reach out. Okay, to Fort Hood again. Yep. And uh, different people. Uh, what's the last thing? The last thing was. Um, oh, we uh, the winner. We have a winner for the subscribe what? for the subscribe page. It was the only entrance, Bridget. Crazy Bridget, congratulations! Hey I'll get you the I'll get you the gift certificate. Say what you want about Bridget, and she's committed. You have one more week to send in your favorite fantasy football team names. This is and the second thing she's won, isn't it? I think so. She won the uh, Dwight Schrute. Doesn't even watch the she, office, but she, she won it. She did. Um, and if you got funny funny fantasy football names, send them into top five for fighting at gmail.com. That's it. And there is uh, fifty dollars worth of Madden points available if that's if you play Madden. Yeah, that's the prize. So yeah, so there you go. If you want to earn the Madden points, you got to enter. Send us your fantasy teams. I know that Aaron sent us some. I already read it. I I believe. Yep, Joe sent some. Joe sent some. Um, so yeah, we've got fifty bucks worth of Madden points for Madden twenty two. Yep. For PS five. Oh, uh, they they count or PS four. It's Madden points. Yeah, but you got to put the code in for PS four uh, PlayStation Store. I think you access the Madden points through the game itself. Wasn't there a code to put in there for is, the PlayStation There is a store? code, but, but okay. I think I don't think you do it through the PlayStation. Uh, There's a code. I believe it's we'll PlayStation. Double, I, we'll double-check double it, it, but I yep. think that I'm I'm going to fact-check that, and I think that I'm right. I think you are. Um, still, who doesn't have a PlayStation? Come on. Aaron, I, I get it. We know. You're busy. He still has a PS1, I think. Isn't that what he said he had? He, he said so. he had something one day, and it was like, what? You're like, how, how does that even what? plug into the wall? How do you get by? Electricity has changed since that thing. How do you? How do you finish a day Ugh, woof all right on to brock with his email for the week number one fact me this guy i said i think the official trailer will come out in days for spider-man it came out later that night i knew it wasn't going to be long sony wasn't going to let that that leaked version sit out there long we didn't talk about that what'd you think oh it's fantastic you don't need to show me anything i didn't need to see anything Doctor Strange in it. I mean, you can tell that that's when the mul the tease with Doc Ock shows up, and then the tease with the bullshit goblin they gave us and the crap ass Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Um, who knows? It could be better. It could be a different version. I don't know. One of the fan theories. I'm not going to let it ruin the movie for me. One of the fan theories is that that's not actually Doctor Strange. 
All right. There's a there's a devil. Mephisto? Yes. We'll see. I like it because I do think it was funny, and I'm not shitting on it because that's not what I do. How Peter says, hey, I kind of wish nobody knew who I was. All right, I'll do a spell, and I'll erase the world's memory so they don't know who you are. No problem. Yeah, that's not... I don't think that's That doesn't what, sound like Doctor Strange doesn't sound all, like does something, it? Yeah. Like, after what he went through in his first movie, how he just... Yeah, no problem. I'll just whip that spell up real quick. And also, when the guy's like, I beg you, don't do this. And he's like, okay, I won't. Eh, yeah, psych. Yeah. Yoink! I think that carries... We'll see. I'm not going to let it ruin the movie for me if no. the bullshit goblin does show up. I despise... The, I love Willem Dafoe. He could have been done up perfectly with the makeup and the prosthetics. Could have looked scary. But they gave him a bullshit robot suit. No pass. Yeah, but hard listen. Pass. But that was Sony. He was so good, though. He his face alone looks like the. You can go online and Google search Willem Dafoe Joker, and it'll show it or not Joker. I'm sorry, Goblin, and they show other versions of him as a scary, prosthetic wearing Goblin. Mm-hmm. Amazing, fantastic. But I digress. Uh, number two. The first three Call of Duty games were all set in World War II, followed by Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Very well done. It's been so long, I couldn't remember. Um, I know that World at War I have, um, still have for the PS3. That one was pretty good. That's the one that was uh, voiced by Kiefer Sutherland. Go ahead and fact check that, Brock, but I think I'm right on that, which started out kind of in a D-Day setting. So um, it's those games have been out a long time. Yeah, they have long time. Modern Warfare, amazing. Um, number three, the Jets' head coach name was Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, yeah. Yep. Uh, fact: Fallout is a Bethesda game. I figured it. I was pretty confident in that. Uh, the person that scored Conan was not Alan Silvestri. It was Basil Polduris. Oh, I was close. Polidurus. I don't even know how to pronounce that. But yeah, I mean, you were right there. I, would, I you mean, were right. it was, change a couple of letters around it was and right go to there. a different country and I nailed it. It's all nouns. Or, yeah, it, it, I mean, there's no vowels in that name anyway. It's a crazy name. But yeah, you were right there. Nice job. Right on the edge. Six in his best one. A hero differs from a sub and a hoagie in the effort required to finish said sandwich. A hero requires a heroic effort to finish because that's a big-ass sandwich. Good enough. As always, Brock McKee. Thank thank you, Corrections Department. Well done, Brock. Appreciate and that. We are going to work out eventually getting you on because I know you desperately want to do so, and I think it'd be fun. So there you go. I'm in. That's this week. Thanks a lot, guys. NFL right around the corner. NCAA. NCAA. It's, it's, day, even, it's even closer around the corner. It is literally five days away. No. Four, because I think there's a Thursday night game. There's a Wednesday night game as well. When, they have a Wednesday night yeah, game? Yeah, it's not anybody impressive. Yeah, it's but for it, all intents and purposes, it starts Saturday. I can tell you who it is. I knew you would. And it is University of Alabama, Birmingham versus Jacksonville State. Now, that's not two powerhouses. Is that the Blue Jackets or the uh, Hornets or Jacksonville State? Jacksonville State is the Gamecocks. Jacksonville State is the Gamecocks? Yeah, they're a Division II school. Oh, there's going to be cocks all over the field. Yeah, there will. Um, and the UAB, uh, what are they? They're the Their offensive Blazers. lines are some massive cocks. Yeah. My, um, there's, there's, it's too easy. It is. There's a, a game Wednesday night, and there are a bunch of games Thursday. 
a bunch of games, like 12. Really? Hold on. I'll count. Oh, shit. Ohio State plays Thursday night. Ohio State and Minnesota. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen games. Who does Ohio State play? Um, Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Shang Chi comes out. I'll probably go see that instead. Yeah. Fuck Ohio State. Um, well, South Florida plays North Carolina State. Boise State and UCF. That might be a pretty good game. Saturday's the main event. Yeah, it is. Uh, sure. And then there's games Friday night. Of course. Um, Football's here. Football's here. Which means hockey's right around the corner. <laughs> Have a good week. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.